episode 63 critically unfocused podcast we back and direct we tried to get sexy on y'all real quick right there in the Ooh. intro but uh we're gonna act like work. that never happened we're gonna chop that right at <laughs> actually that, that right might at. be a good point 436 all right yeah we can chop <laughs> yeah, that so right at four minute mark okay so um <laughs> what's cracking you know boys is back been a been a Bit of a week, you know, uh, NBA uh, free agency kicked off, so that brings with it its own set of craziness um, and it whatnot. Was, it, that was a lot. <laughs> right now. It's funny because this Vegas. was the year that they were like, oh, everybody's going to stay on the teams that they're on. There's not going to be much movement. There's no big names. This shit blew up <laughs> immediately. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I love it. I love chaos. Who do y'all – who do y'all – um? I don't want to say blame, but kind of blame. Blame is the right word. Like I feel like this, this, this sign your contract and just kick your way out of the place thing. Did that start with Anthony Davis? Uh, I kind of feel like he was the first one. Maybe it, I feel like somebody it, it had to did it before him though. He did it before Paul George, right? Paul George didn't really take it, but yeah, because he was no. Well, I, I guess him and Paul George did at the same Paul, time. Paul George did though. Yeah, it was that off season yeah. when Kawhi said he's going to the Clippers. Yeah, Paul George did, but his his went quick though. Like he said he wanted out, and he was gone like I feel like in the next week. I, it was I, the same I day. The, I think it was the next day. It was like he yeah. We, there was a message that he asked, and then he was gone. I feel like there might have been someone else that did that, but I feel like Paul George and AD were the first two big ones, and it's been downhill ever since. Yeah. Like the sign in immediately want to get the fuck up out of there. Yep. But like. It's, it's 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 so interesting that players are so unwilling to stick out situations that like I guess the Nets one's probably the worst of all, and I I mean AD was there for a while, but like mm-hmm. I don't know players don't really players are unlike Damian Lillard and they're running from the grind man you hate to see it and I don't I mean it it is kind of just a how much does what like your reputation versus like the chance at winning like which one matters more to you sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, all the money's guaranteed, right? So it's like, yeah, whether Dame like signs his contracts and chooses to stay there, or he signs the contract and like asks for a trade, the money's the same, it don't matter. Um, so it, it, yeah, okay. just kind of is how you want to be viewed. I don't necessarily feel like the points that Dame gets socially are any better than how much points KD gets socially or Kyrie, even yeah. as much as he gets destroyed, like. So yeah, I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like with anything in NBA that we like, after a while it gets to like its precipice and then it's downhill. And I think the perfect example is like players like Donovan Mitchell and John Morant, where it's like, wow, this young, bouncy, really athletic guy is mm-hmm. so great. I love this. This is great. Oh, he lost two playoff games. He's probably the worst player at the league. It shouldn't be on in the NBA at all. Like kind of with Dame, it was like, man, he it's super respectful that he keeps staying in Portland and now all of a sudden you're a fucking idiot because you didn't leave Portland. Again, yeah, shit, no. Katie don't really let nothing last long enough to get to that point. He's like, he started to curry some good favor for being in Brooklyn and like, oh man, he's like being the adult in this situation. He was like, yeah, I'm trying to go for my I'm trying to stick about here. Yeah. <laughs> he is my I will say though, like about KD, one thing you can say about him for sure is that like he puts basketball above anything else. Like yeah. he, the idea of like he he got sold on Brooklyn from the idea of like him playing with Kyrie. Like that was mm-hmm. fun in his head enough to the point where he's like, yeah, that sounds like a great time to play basketball. I'm gonna go do that. And then this it's year was not fun. fun. Yeah, this year was not fun at all. So he's like, oh well <laughs> I actually I think I want to go somewhere else where I can go have some yeah. fun and play some basketball. Um yeah it's definitely more commendable than some of these other situations. But yeah you gotta give up for KD in a trade now though. We saw what Gobert went for. Like, God, do you? That ass. 
<laughs> Honestly, I feel like because of the, the timing of mm-hmm. it and like the way like the league is going right now, I feel like it's gonna be less than we think. Like it's still gonna be a lot. I just feel like it's not when we have these lead ups of like, hey, Katie's like been making a stink for like six months. Like you should start clearing the deck and like making shit shake to in prepare like preparing to have your shot versus like it seemed fine 90 days ago. Shit, it seemed fine 14 days ago. And then it was like, oh, he's probably mm. going to get rid of I won't say 14 days ago. We had a topic on this show where I asked y'all because there was that story that came out like a month ago about like him not okay. talking to the Nets front office since the Yeah, smoke, right? yeah, yeah. And I asked like, do y'all think there's smoke or not? And I think I, I, I said it was nothing. I thought it was the media just doing whatever the fuck they were doing. I think one of y'all or both of y'all said that you thought it was smoke. So y'all y'all were on to it. Yeah. I, I remember that correctly. Call anybody that was just like you didn't talk to anybody after the right. interview. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, like, so he, he had like 30 days to like focus, but he, usually in these situations, you got like half the season to like we're, we're trading players, we're acquiring picks to like ramp up. I don't know if anybody has the package right now where it's like, oh, we're trading you eight first and this guy and this guy. Like, all these guys have just got signed to their maxes, can't be traded. Like, yeah, they were talking dude, about, I'm gonna tell like, you. Players that like there's certain players that can't be on the team with Ben Simmons. Like Bam can't be on the team with Ben Simmons. De'Aaron Fox can't. Booker can't. Like there's hell of players that can't even be traded there for contract stuff. They said mm. there's a rule with NBA contracts where if you sign a max off of your rookie deal, you can't play with, like be traded to a team with another player that signed a max off a rookie deal. So like any of the guys. Oh, you can't have two Rose Rules guys or something. Exactly. Exactly. I so, didn't like, know that. It limits. I didn't know that either. Like teams That's might not assign the guy to a max. It's like, oh, we can trade them here and like make this work. So I think it's going to be a smaller deal because of that. No, I mean, so I don't think this will happen just because there's more to it than just basketball shit. But the Warriors would be the perfect spot to trade for him because <laughs> they could they could send Wiggins, Poole, yep. um, Wiseman, uh, Moody, yeah, yeah, all them all them young dudes who are like the 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 next generation of the team. Send them out, and Wiggins has the contract enough to make the money wise fit. And then you already know KD and the Warriors works. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. It absolutely won't happen for the more than basketball reasons. And I feel like it wouldn't be KD that said no. <laughs> like, I feel that, like, the guys uh, in the world, they would be like, like yeah, like no, we're like, not doing this again. I feel like KD would be like, no, nah, I'm just trying to hoop, bro. Like, y'all trying to hoop again? And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> we're never talking to you again. I think that the difference, the only reason I could see them maybe making <laughs> it happen if KD was into it would be that they have control over him for the next four years. Yeah, that's a long time. I, as much as it sucked to see it the first time, especially being a LeBron fan wanting Cleveland to win, it would it would be one of the best story arcs. Like it's like an anime or some shit where the villain leaves. He's like, like, all right, man. I hey, I realized I fucked up. You can we? Can we? <laughs> that would be fire. I would fucking love to see that. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, what, what do you guys think is gonna happen with Kyrie? Like, I don't. I don't think crazy, be the best tandem of all time. He said what? Mm. Him and Ben Simmons gonna end up being the best tandem of all time. That would be hilarious. He just throwing lobs at Ben Simmons and shit. Yeah. Th- so they were saying like Westbrook and Westbrook and picks for him is like people thinking he's gonna go to the Lakers already. No one's gonna want to trade for him. You gotta get out the Lakers subreddit, bro. I'm. That's not in the Lakers subreddit. That was on ESPN. <laughs> uh, that's basically Lakers subreddit on TV. <laughs> Good. Uh, because they were just saying like if he's like talking about trying to force his way to the Lakers. Does anybody want to trade for the guy who's going to bring a bunch of drum? Unlike Paul George was like, we trade for him. He wants to go to Lakers. We could probably win him over. I don't know if anybody wants to deal with Kyrie. Like, 
sitting there like I'm not playing any basketball until I get to play with LeBron James. Uh, but because I don't know what else, who's who else is, can can trade thirty six million worth? That there's really, there's work. not a again, there's not a bunch of drama with Kyrie. There's really not. Like he didn't play basketball because he didn't get the shot. He didn't say anything else about it after that. Um, he put out a. That was about it, really. Like I'm not. Yeah, he put out. He put out a all a eleven in tweet a eleven even or whatever the hell he said when he when he signed his option, which which he should do regardless of whether or not he's gonna stay there or leave there, because only way he's getting that much money is if he signs that option, right? So we can say I mean, there's not a lot of drama with Kyrie, but that's not the public perception, and I don't think that's the perception of the NBA. Like, and that's I'm, what matters. Perception is what matters. Like I guess want to so, work but I don't know if it really matters as far as Deshaun Watson got 230 million. Like people that's don't really care if they can get you in a room and feel like you're still going to help them win games. Yeah, no, that's a fact. And I think, yeah, I think people don't think that about Kyrie or Kyrie. I don't think they think it's uh, overcomeable, but we'll see. We'll see. We he, he gave the magic 62 or whatever the fuck on like 15 shots. <laughs> I think people were like, all right, we can kind of do this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. We'll see. We'll see. I, and I still know. a wizard with the ball, so. Yeah. That being said, I have no idea where he ends up because um, they're, like, yeah, the, the one-year thing, the fact that, like, right now everything is cool. Like, he could probably play anywhere except Canada, but you never know what's going to happen in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know I don't who's going to sign up for that right now and, and secure him long-term off of that. I don't know. Hell of a basketball yeah. player, but yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder what the Nets waters. are even expecting in return at this point. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's very. I think it largely depends on what they get for KD. If they get like a haul for KD, like if it's above the Gobert package, mm-hmm. then what happens with Kyrie is probably less important. They probably want as much as they can get, but at the same time, it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> Rudy Gobert can never have no time in, to shine. He gets KD traded to the Watch. But he said for the Heat, he wants a Butler, uh, Lowry, and Adebayo to still be there. Nah, they get Larry, Larry, uh, Larry, Larry, big ass out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Lowry, big ass out of there. I got here, old nigga. It's gonna be Lowry, uh, Duncan Robinson, and Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero and a bunch of money. I'm trying to find the tweet that has all the the stuff that really go there was traded for because it is a lot. It's four first. Okay, so yeah, it's four first. Basically, one every other year until 2029. Plus, uh, Malik Beasley, Pat Beverly, Walker Kessler, who was their first round pick this year, and Jared Vanderbilt, who was their first round pick. I think Federal Way, Federal Way legend. So Decatur High School legend. Four players and and four first round picks unprotected for Rudy Gobert. And on the same day that they gave Carl Anthony Towns a supermax, and they traded for another center. They changed, uh, they changed, or got another center who also is on a supermax, which is absurd. Who I don't, I mean, yeah, like I, like you mentioned earlier, like Carl uh, Anthony Towns isn't really known for being like a super post player, so they can make it work that way, which could help the like Rudy getting played off the floor if you got another like big who can be out on the perimeter, not having to run away from the basket. Um, <laughs> I'm just interested to see how that's going to look. That was a fucking haul for a guy who three years in a row has been played off the court in the playoffs. No, that's pretty insane. Holy that's shit. Third. Yeah. Did y'all? That's going to be interesting to see how that shit look. 
Did y'all know Jeff Saturday played for the Packers? I know he did the play center? for somebody else besides the Colts. Though. Oh, no. No, I didn't know. Is that the only other team he played for besides the Colts? Um, I don't know. I just I just looked him up for the 63, and uh, he has even the Pro Bowl with the Packers G on his, his jersey. I'm like, what? Wow. Well, it's got to be like one year, I'm sure. Damn, yeah. I didn't know that. 2013. The more you know. Talk about talk about post post career body though. He he got it done. Right. A lot of them linemen begin small. Yeah. You see how how smaller Joe Thomas is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they like, say they eat crazy ass diets when they're in the league. Yeah, they probably do. All that goddamn all that eating and lifting. Do alignment man. Offensive linemen are some of the biggest motherfuckers ever. And, you know, like, they'd be, like, crazy-ass fans really want to fight, like, be mad and angry at some of their team's linemen, which is insane. I bet he was a cute-ass baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Random. I don't know what to say. I don't well, know. I got <laughs> shit. Uh, where y'all think Katie end up? Portland? I feel like, I feel like Phoenix is the the move. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix said they won't trade him there unless they get Booker. Or unless like Brooklyn said they're not trading KD there unless they get Booker return. That's what they you could say that, but without who like who else is offering something better? And, and they you, can, if you can get Bridges, Cam Thomas, Aiton, and a bunch of picks that they don't care about. You go yeah, that no gonna be a lot harder when the alternatives is like uh, we'll send you Brandon Ingram and uh CJ McCollum. Dallas should try to get KD, pair him up with Luke. And yeah, I, but I don't think Booker can be traded there for that rule that I was saying of like if you sign the max off your rookie deal, you can't play with another player that did. So Booker and Simmons can't unless they have to move Simmons, then trade for Booker, then like then make that trade, and then obviously KD doesn't want to play there. If Booker's not there, so I either it's not gonna work or they ain't gonna get Booker. But that that ain't happening. <laughs> At least I don't. Know. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I, I think Portland. I like Portland a lot, but. I just, I mean, I don't feel like they don't got the pieces like that. No, definitely not. Yeah. Just went to the Knicks, bro. <laughs> it, that yeah, is really funny. That they're like, oh, uh, DeAndre Jordan told us that the Knicks are so dysfunctional, we shouldn't go play there. And within three years, you you go and collapse the whole fucking franchise because it was so dysfunctional. And I guess the dysfunction was kind of not necessarily the franchise, but I guess the game is the game. We're so far from dysfunctional that people need to stop. Like, we're good. Yeah, y'all definitely have had a, a streak of uh, rational play. decisions. DeAndre Jordan said it. That, that was the final word. He was in the building. DeAndre Jordan kind of stinks, though. Yeah. You that doesn't make him? his opinion invalid. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, but you got to My bad, guys. My bad. Yep. Forgot, well, man, he said stuff sucks over here. Some the rules. It's like you bad, other, you, you bad at the sport, you can't comment. Exactly. So what other what other free agent moves or like signings or trades caught y'all attention? I really like that DeJounte Murray to Atlanta trade. Interesting to Philly, I like that a lot. They're definitely gonna win a championship now. I, I like that. that uh, paying a nigga that brings more shoes to the game than points. He's stealing your shoes. <laughs> PJ Tucker is definitely the reason sneakers after broken. Yeah. That nigga bring eight oh. pairs of uh she was to the game and had three points. Like five I'm a big fan of everything Detroit has gotten done this offseason, man. Everything they've gotten the, done the past few years, man. They've Detroit's been done a lot. Play. How many games yeah, did they win? Did they win over 15? I think they were in the 20s. I think they won 23 because I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were like 23 or something like that. 
Mm. Like 35, maybe next year. That would be a nice question how many wins they got. Look at you. Where have the Kings get? I know they uh, got Kevin Herter. They ain't finna do shit. Yeah, they got Malik Monk. Oh, yeah, that's cool. No, they're going to be fun on 2K to the third update. It's like, oh, Why don't you pick a new team, dude? You feel like you got to be stuck to them like you was born to them. Because he shit. barely even like that team. He barely Stop signing like up for pain. You got trash-ass team. Pick some new teams. I don't like switching teams. You got teams, trash-ass man. not fun teams. Pick some new teams. Nah, man. You got a point. No, because I love them so much growing up, man. It was just. You old as hell now. You ain't no growing up no more. Yeah, nah, I, I, I can't do it, man. Cause I know, I know somebody. Go, I know somebody from my childhood. But hey, I mean, like the Kings growing up, that nigga's a weirdo, and the people don't call me. I out. don't think they say you're a weirdo because it's the fucking Kings. Maybe. Yeah, like, what are the traditions from your childhood? He's stuck to right now. Probably not many. Mike and the Jags. I don't know, man. I don't. Know, I, just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like switching. Like, I know. I like players. Like that's fine here and there, but. I don't need to be like a diehard fan of another team. Like, I couldn't imagine. I could. I would feel like I wouldn't even like watching sports if my like my favorite basketball team was winning. Like, if, if winning thirty five games was like a like, thank God, man, dude. Like, it's yeah. like it's what's gonna like, be what? higher, our highest yeah. score or our win total? I don't know. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> that's uh, just insane thing. Like, right when, right when they started getting bad, that's when LeBron came into the league, and I was like, oh shit, well, this is an easy transition. Yeah, you should have just been a Cavs fan. Like, just abandon the whole Kings uh, mindset. Bronze fans, was Bronze fans had a good. You have to beat teams with lots of teams. Hop around. It's fun times. Nigga, he, he said when Bron came to the league, that's why 20 years of not, like, caring about the Kings because you've been watching LeBron. Well, you Bron don't need to be a fan of them. Right? The Kings were still, like, decent. Like when Bron I promise you the Kings will not fucking miss you if you just say, like, you know what, I'm a fan of this team now. Oh, man, I'm not switching. I'm loyal to loyal to, to death do us part, man. For what? Why? All my teams, man. You and Dave have you ever seen the same club play live? Huh? In the playoffs, you know, we went to the same playoff game. I've seen them more than I've seen them more than once. I know I used to also go twice. Maybe like three times, maybe. And those are all when the Sonics were here, so you haven't seen them live since uh, you three, started. Yeah, having... Three times in almost thirty years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they don't come on TV like once or twice. Pick a new fucking team. <laughs> I'm never I, leaving the Jags. Oh I'm my God! Florida, I'm at Florida State yet. I'm never leaving none of my teams. The only hometown team I ever liked was the Mariners as a kid. You know the Kings don't care as much as about like their team as you do. Yeah, hey man, I'm gonna do. I got other shit to worry about. So when they good, I'll be there. But when they start sucking, I'm like, hey, I got real life shit to worry about. It's hey, I bet Mozzie's not a Kings fan. Since LeBron came in the league, the Kings have had two seasons of winning forty or more games. Both of those two seasons were immediately after LeBron came in the league, 04 and 05. And then mm-hmm. since then, they have not had 40 wins. They got close in 2018. They had 39. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, man, I'm, I'm looking from afar. When they be good, I'm like, all right, I can love you all again. Was you a big Jason Thompson guy? Nah, like, man, dude, so like. Was, you, had... was you a big Carl Andrew guy? So my... Are these real people? Was you yeah, a big Carl Andrew guy? Andrew was kind of nice on the, uh, on, the, on the Rockets for a little bit. Kevin Martin was my guy. Bano Udrich. And then I was a big boogie guy. Then after boogie, I'm like, man, fuck this. Yo, you know who, you know what player they drafted? I thought was going to be it. That was going to like restore my like super fandom. Nick Stauskas. Ah, uh, man, I thought Ben McAmore was going to be him. I oh, thought Ben McAmore was going to be that guy. I did too. Willie Trout. He was so cold his rookie year on 2K. Yeah, nah, Ben McAmore. I thought he was about to be that deal. Oh, my God. And then he sucked. 
Ooh. Blake, how are you feeling about the um the, the Knicks giving Jalen Brunson was it four one oh four, I think, one oh six or something like that? Yeah, that's fine. I'm before they like so I don't know where it's at now, but when people had it mocked up prior to free agency kicking off, it would have put him at the 39th highest player in highest paid player in the league. So I mean starting point guard. Yeah, you like the fit though? Like you like the, the player on the team or no, but I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> that's what I'm what happens. Under five inside out scoring point guard. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a liability, but you feel hey. me? We don't, we don't see what it is. If you get playoff Brunson for 82 games, boy, y'all be able to be cooking. There's no but Donovan so, Mitchell in the in the East for him to target like that, though. That's true. I was watching they, so somebody made a TikTok about it, and we talked about it a little yesterday. So Leon Rose, who is your guys' what president of basketball operations, was his agent. His current mm-hmm. agent is Leon Rose's son. Uh, Jalen Brunson's dad was Leon Rose's first uh, client as an agent who now works for the team and, and I don't remember what the role was, some role. Uh, so like, they're like got a little family familial triangle going on. And that's going to be hard to give your homeboy's son $106 million. That's uh, yeah. And your, and your son gets a cut of it. Let's talk about nepotism. I'd love to see that. Yeah. It, it's a, uh, it's, it's pretty nasty over here to be honest. And I, like, the tampering charge is coming. We just got to kind of accept that like, it's a thing. Everybody tampers, man. No, this you can't be in their face like this. Like, you know, like last year when it was like Lonzo signed like minute after yeah. the deadline hit or whatever, like that type oh, of yeah. shit. You can't do that kind of stuff. Like in, in uh the Knicks like brass, like the front office were at like a Jazz versus Mavericks playoff game and shit. Like, and then it like all the other connections you just mentioned, like we're the tamper charge is coming. So yeah, it's fine. But, hey, but you gave him 106 million. The the league I think tampering only hits you with fifty K. So the league will come and give you yeah. a slap on the wrist. Maybe take a second round pick. Then it'll be all good. Jalen well, Brunson. The, the best point guard they've had since like old man Jason Kidd. So, you know, it's uh nah, that one year Raymond Felton, but he was almost an all star. <laughs> was that was it eight or some shit? <laughs> it was the first year Amari got there. Cause Raymond Felton was fucking hooping. He wasn't fat that year. I like that all in this year. <laughs> I think Jason Kidd might have been after that. They, they had some old ass team. They had old ass Ken, they had Kenyon Martin on that team with them too. They tried to bring the net shit back. Yeah. Pablo Prigioni. Old ass Marcus Canby. I've been thinking about Bradley Bill. You guys know so many names. That's incredible. Like I know some mm-hmm. of these too, but you guys, your your encyclopedia of, of basketball knowledge is impressive, quite regular. For me, it's, it's honestly 2K, bro. Like you just spending a it lot of time sense. on there. You see a lot of people. Sense. It's just two games following the shit around for so long. Dog, I've been thinking about Bradley Beal, and oh. like me as a as a as a poor, I feel like it would be such an easy decision to like keep taking because I think he got like five years, two fifty like, or whatever, two fifty. Which like I don't even know how you could even start to fathom to say no to that amount of money at any point. But it's so crazy, to especially when you're in a good city too. Like, I don't give a single fuck about me of being on a winning team or like a playoff team. At any point, I'm just going to take the biggest bag I could possibly get. Like, yeah. we always talk about the, like, oh, yeah, like, he could take $30 million less. Who the fuck am I to tell you to take $30 million less? Like, <laughs> $30 million is $30 million. That's hell of a less money. 30, $30 million is $30 million, But when it's the difference between two twenty and two fifty, I don't really know. As a, Again, as a poor, someone who's never had a, uh, $8 million, <laughs> But I feel like you could buy all the same things. Uh, you just might be able to buy a couple more. And then you can actually play some, like, fun basketball. It can't be fun to go to work every day knowing you're about to get fucked up. Or, like, yeah, there's a free- You know, you're about to get your dick sucked after the game. He's married. <laughs> I, 
his wife will probably do it because she's extremely rich. She's, or she might buy somebody to do it. She, she don't feel like that. I wonder I how come he didn't get nearly as much hate as Kyrie did for the not getting the vaccine shit, though. That's kind of crazy. Because he got to keep playing. He lied about it, too. If Stephen A wasn't barking down his neck every single day, but it's all good. He wasn't barking down Aaron Rodgers' neck either. I don't know. Just the same thing. Uh, you already know what time it is, but we ain't they, they going. Turns it on every single day. And then yeah, Kyrie, when Kyrie's turning on his teammates and letting them down, uh, like, won't get the vaccine. But hey, Aaron Rodgers and Bradley Bill just moving free. That's all good. Yeah. Asiatic black man. You know what it is. Yeah. I'm about to go get my Pan African Atlanta Hawks hat. Here in a second, I'm feeling <laughs> feeling anger inside of myself. We know Stephen A. Why do you want to join nobody else? It's all good though. Yep, that combined with this shirt might start something. Oh shit! You you're wearing like the most untanned African shirt possible. <laughs> He's African. He's not even pan African. You just African. He, he he African. He just hate Africans too a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, his brother. His brother a fucking cornball though. <laughs> I'd be freaking me out of brother. I, I think he tries to. Oh, but no, imagine having a sibling and hating their guts. That's crazy. I feel like if I was Miles Bridges, who just got arrested on felony, hey, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it loud too. Fuck Miles Bridges for real. Like you fucking corny piece of shit. You beat your wife in front of your kid. Fuck you for real. Like no, that's not cool. Yeah. His kid describing. Like, oh, daddy and mommy are fighting. And yeah, your kid thinks that behavior is, like, semi-normal now. That's what, like, fathers do to mothers and shit like that. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're putting out there inside the world, what the kid's going to grow up and do in the next generation. Like, no, fuck you. Like, for real. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And yeah, he's trash. To Damn. do that in front of your kid, like, you're you so You beat your wife, period. Rich. Not just in front of your kid. You beat your wife, period. Yeah, fuck for sure. That. For like, sure. No, trash. And you're, you're so incredibly rich. On the precipice of becoming, like, life-changing, like, Setting your kids up for the rest of their life, Rich, you get arrested on the day that you're, you could possibly sign a contract to, like, take care of that that woman and your kid for the rest of their lives, take care of your mom. His mom probably looking at houses and thinking about retiring and all this shit. My baby about to get four years, $100 million, too. And then it comes out that you broke your baby mom or your wife's nose and her fractured her wrist and all this, that, and the third in front He's of you. He's going to get another kind of four years. That's crazy. He got to kill himself. He need to kill himself. I said, man, he's been trying to be worried about looking cool, man. Bro, if I if I had like max contract shit like that, I would not be rapping about that kind of shit, bro. Because you already know that shit's gonna come up in like negotiations and all that. Of course. Hey, hey, Miles, can you tell us why? uh, Why we us as Detroit? I'd be rapping uh, like Chance the Rapper and Lecrae, bro. You posted a a couple lean and a blunt last week, and you rap in Detroit where you're from. Like, why should we give you a bunch of money? Nigga. All my mm-hmm. social media would just be me fucking making gingerbread houses and playing Madden with kids at the hospitals and shit, bro. I wouldn't be doing none of that shit, bro. Russell Wilson social media. Yeah. I, I, I told, I told well, he said he felt with him for the rebrand. If either of you would have mm-hmm. would have made it to the league, there, I would have one and It would be to follow you niggas around and slap the shit out of you when you start doing dumb shit. You you pull a phone out when you cheating on your girl or something like that, I'm slapping you. You you tell me to go hey, on Instagram man. and look for the fiftieth masseuse. I'm slapping the shit at him. Fiftieth masseuse. <laughs> nah, man. It, Yo, he's trying to be cool, man. Though he he's he. I don't know what his money or what his NBA situation looked like, but even still, even besides the money, it's just you can't be being on like man. You can't be beating your fucking wife in front of you. No, period. I don't care what the fuck your profession is. One hitting your spouse is corny shit. 
hitting spouse in front of your kids is like super corny lame shit. Cause now like not only are you fucking up one person, you're fucking up two people, possibly three, because you don't know what your kid's gonna grow up and do to somebody else because they think that behavior is normal. Like his oh, kid yeah, was still calling right. him daddy and thinking like daddy's being mo- mean to mommy, daddy threw mommy's phone out the window, mm-hmm. daddy was choking mommy, they're hit fighting daddy and told him stop being mean to mommy, like they were fighting yeah. or whatever. Like your kids talking like this shit is normal. Like you don't know what the fuck you're doing to him and what he's gonna end up doing to someone else. Like God forbid, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully, like someone talks to him and realizes, like, what the fuck, like that that's wrong. Don't do that type of shit. But you just never know. Like, those are like building block moments in somebody's life. Like, because that kid obviously has some type of love for you. So it's like you you cannot be that type of example. Like, don't do that shit. Period. Don't do that shit if you don't have a kid. But just don't do that shit. Like, getting kids involved. Like, nah, bro. Like, you might as well have hit the kid too at that point. Like, it's the same shit. Yeah, and I—I I mean, yeah, I find it hard to believe that someone that out their partner doesn't doesn't just hit their kids. Oh my god! You obviously got a lot of violence and rage that you need to get out. And yeah, I, someone's want to say like I'm being double standard. I don't give it to anyone else like this the same way. You are 100 fucking percent right. I don't see someone else's kid talking about the incident on a fucking iPad like I did with this one. So that's how oh, I'm so charged up. My my emotions are like on fire about this incident because I saw a kid talking about it in that hits somewhere like deep with me so yeah i, I might not that. have for everybody else the same way but i do for this one and it's the same for everybody else even if i don't say it because i don't have the same emotions from it but yeah yeah we we, we are a, a known uh, hater of women beaters on this podcast if there was any confusion at any point ever i, I probably made some jokes about it though i'm not gonna lie someone's gonna you pull some clips up probably and find out made it i joke about everything so yeah. there's that but this I is real me right now I've been telling you guys this forever, man. The ladies out there, when they want to deal with these these super aggressive athletes, they be cheating on them and cheating them wrong. Just just go on the internet and just look at nine to five. Like, yo, man, this this might be the yep. life. A Maybach ain't worth the black eye, baby. Come on down to Jamal, not me. That line made me think of when when uh, that text from Future got leaked, and he was like, "Do you want to cry in the Camry or cry in the the Maybach?" That's the best text message of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, oh, let me look at the planning document. Make sure I'm not gonna. It's not on here. All right. What do y'all think that kid was thinking when he heard like his happy meal hit the, the fucking pavement? You mean his happy meal hit the pavement? <laughs> I don't know. What I'm talking about. How did how did you see that video? You're not on the internet. What is happening? It's on YouTube. Okay. Everything is uh, on YouTube. I, I think that kid was like, "I'm fucking hungry. Can I? Can I?" Have you know what you're talking about? I feel like I've been hearing people talking about something about like the, the kids were doing something. But you seen it. I ain't seen it, no. All right. All we do in a critically unfocused podcast goes to YouTube moment. And I will say, uh, uh, whenever we're ready to squeeze in and our guest is, is home with normal people Wi-Fi, we don't got to do it right this second, but they're ready. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. This, this is the most hating... Um, it's so crazy how on fire world. this had the internet all week. I think this shit dropped on like Monday morning, and I've seen it every single day since then. I've seen this almost as much as I've seen the lady getting trampled and then fucked up again by the elephant. That had a, that still got the internet on fire though, and I don't think we talked about that on here. Which is Drop, dropped is fucking crazy when you're talking about this. <laughs> like, dropped is fucking crazy. <laughs> 
Well, somebody somebody ended up like doubling back and saying that shit was a skit, which I, I don't know if I believe and I don't want to believe, quite frankly. The mom doubled back down. She she put up an IG live of herself oh, like and no. did not switch up. Yeah. Oh, with one meal for my child, but I have. I don't really feel right. I feel like this makes us look bad, we but at the same time, this is ridiculous. We only want to come and bring one thing to McDonald's, but what about my other kids? How come you can't feed my other kids McDonald's though? Like that's bogus as hell. Like you're not gonna sit here and make my other kids feel left out, and you're only bringing one child something to eat. Look, there you go, and I bet you he only got one thing in there. This nigga pulled up in a shitty 05 Monte Carlo. Come on, lady. Them shits was straight. You get the Jeff, uh, not Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt. My my dad had that, and that's what I drove to prom. I ain't hating. It's just twenty four. Yeah. Because Look. I'm finna expose you. What? Because that don't. He had that, that good orange high seat. He got the big joint. That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger. One burger, one fry. Okay. What about my other kids? What about your other kids? Okay, but them your kids' siblings though. Them my kids. Them your kids' siblings though. So he finished. My other kids finna be left out. <laughs> you know I don't get my food stamps to the seven. <laughs> you know I don't get my food stamps. We are hungry here. Hey yo. How are you helping yourself? You this man, dad of the year, right here, bro. <laughs> he hasn't told a lie yet. Lisa, you had them kids. Nigga said, put them in your room. No, no, no. <laughs> he said, bring them out here. You can't bring enough for yeah, me. It's all good. Yes. How is that dumb? You sound dumb. You sound dumb. He got her to fuck okay, together. He did make a fall. She said the seventh earlier. Yeah, like you said, you know what you were getting into when you had a baby with me. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. You're making herself look okay, bad. That's the thing. Everything don't need to be recorded, bro. Hell no. She thought she had one right here. I like him too with his wet suit fit, though. Dude, he's crazy ass baby mom. No, that's dumb that you can't feed the other kid. Don't feed nobody at all. Then he can't take that. He can't eat it. Maybe if you had one or two, I'd be like, you know, maybe. Three extra kids is a lot. Hell, kids, bro. It's a daycare. You could have bust out the yeah. 20 feet, though. But like, no, for real. No, I'm care of you no she wants this nigga to be the team dad. Team dad is crazy. Exactly, but you don't never bring food for the other ones. You know I get my food stamps on the 11th. Okay, but I'm saying you know, we share the same kids. Nah, she, she in a bad spot right here. I got, man, come on. Oh, we almost there. I'm not taking my kid in the room. He didn't even got this man showed no, the most restraint no, I ever seen. That's facts. I would have just barged my way in. I definitely wouldn't have handed her the food. 
Oh, wow. I'm thinking about my kids sitting hungry right here. I'm yeah. he's super calm. You stupid, stupid. I'm mad if you asked what the baby was thinking because he probably is looking out the window like, damn, man. He got me a large high seat. Okay. You get mad so at your siblings? Like, why the fuck y'all here, man? Hey, you can pick that right? bag up? Because the burger fight's still in the bag. She ain't picking that shit up. She ain't picking that shit up. I think when he drove away, she definitely picked that shit up. Niggas, did you see the floor? The, like, the burger was out. Out the wrapper. Oh, it's like, out the Is the burger out? Yeah. yeah burger on you, can the, you can see the yellow wrapping on the ground. Right when he's about to oh, take it, when she turned back around, you can see the yellow wrapper. Yeah, that burger is out, baby. Damn. So listen, I'll say she's fucking insane for this being an expectation and recording him and making herself like absolutely insane. <laughs> McDonald's ain't that expensive. He could have brought a twenty piece. <laughs> he could have brought a twenty piece. But that being said, he did say he brings food every other day. If I gotta bring food over every other day, that means you're down tremendous and I'm I can't be feeding four I can't be feeding a family of four every other day. No. Like that and, that and is a lot. Like just off principle, like I'd if if that I mean I can't say for sure if that was me because I I don't know for sure like what that's like, but I would I wouldn't be an issue for me to like buy McDonald's for four kids. It's not a lot of food. It's not a lot of money. <laughs> you get that done for less than like probably twelve dollars. But yeah. um twelve dollars for the time. They got all the they got all the buy one get one free deals on the app. He could have brought the version. You can still I mean it, you talk about little ass kids, like they, they don't need like two McDoubles. Yeah, yeah, one McDouble. Dog. So the shit I've been seeing, somebody had <laughs> they took the burger and cut it into fourths. And then took the fry and put like five fries on each of like the four little styrofoam plates and poured the juice in the thing. The kids probably would yell at you, but I mean, it'd be better than throwing the food on the floor. She could, but also like, hey, look, okay, you know the nigga bring food every other day. Okay, I know he about to buy little Travion a meal. If I, maybe if I offer to give him like six bucks, which I know ain't enough for, to feed the other three, maybe he we can like work together. He, oh I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna chip yeah. in on a little bit, a little supplement it. Yeah, like, hey, well, while you're there, let me cash up you uh, five bucks. Will you grab these eight things? He'll probably be like, whatever. All right, but you yeah, can, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna know what you asked me, but you sent the money, so it's whatever. Like, yeah, I like, want to see Corey Holcomb watch this video. I want to see this uh, next week. It's next week. It's promise you. It's next week. I got you. I'm sending the clip. You know, it's gonna be at the top of the episode too. He's gonna open with that. Yeah, because this was the 27th. This is <laughs> after they recorded, or he would have Peter talked about it. Oh shit, nah. Yeah, man, nah. She ain't shit. Uh, she's down. Hey, hold bad. on. What? No, I think he did already. Actually, yeah, he did. They cool. do on Wednesdays. They they do Tuesday night. So I think he did talk about this one. Matter of uh, fact, yeah, he would have been fresh too. This is right oh, after yeah. probably the buddy passes. Um, please don't talk about that one. Yeah, All right, I'm not anything else. All right, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring our guest in before you get us canceled. My God. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, joining us here tonight, we got my boy Grayson. Uh, G Stacks. Uh, Crop. G Stacks, whatever you want. ETCG. The, the the booster of the boosters for the Pac 12. I can't. I don't even want to tell y'all some of the shit he be telling me about what he be doing for kids. I hate Can this thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, my yeah, God. Absolutely. Throwing way yeah. back. Starting today. I'm in. Let's um, go. We, we brought. So it's we brought Grayson on as the uh, as our Pac-12 insider to talk about 
the what I would call like the Chernobyl of uh, the the West Coast football scene. Yeah, so Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is melting down. What's good, Grayson? What's good? What's great, man? How you doing? Glad to see you in 4K. Long time listener. Love the Obama. Uh, yeah. Obama. <laughs> this whole um, thing. Be- because because outside of ETC, my desk job is a desk job. I watch y'all on YouTube a lot, and I've never really noticed because I've never seen me next to y'all, but I feel way less black. Cursing <laughs> <laughs> his white daddy right now. <laughs> what? Way, way less black, but um, I, I really appreciate the invite because uh, you guys do a really good project. Yeah, so yeah, so we just wanted to, to bring you in, get your, get your as a uh, UW fan, as a huge college football fan, Pac-12 fan, what your take is on USC and UCLA <laughs> joining the Big Ten, which is insane for a number of reasons, but we want to hear your take on it. Yeah. A number of reasons, but um, it's it's one thousand percent a death Damn. note for the Pac-12, um, um, and it's actually I think for the people who like don't who don't pay is close attention to college football or specifically like the ins and outs of like conferences and how they're aligned. Um, it's a death note for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is completely done at Jeez. least as a Power Five conference. Uh, um, but but beyond that, it's a genuine and really sad death note to the Pullmans and the Corvallises and even the Eugenes if it wasn't for billions of Nike dollars. Um, and that's not a slight at the Ducks. You know how much I hate them uh, being a dog through and through. Uh, but um, it's just like money mm-hmm. and revenue is everything. Um, recruiting breakdowns is everything. So the big the Big Ten in in pulling USC and UCLA, and um, some people wonder why UCLA is included. UCLA is a really good brand, right? But as far as a cash cow in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. they are sixth, which is surprising mm-hmm. to some people. But um, USC and UCLA have a contract going back some uh, 30 odd years where they don't want to lose oh. each other. They like their playing home and home. Uh, whoever's at home, they both wear their beautiful colors. You know, it's always a beautiful game. And specifically taking both of those schools not only monopolizes the Los Angeles market, but it monopolizes Los Angeles and Southern California. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. U Dub, Oregon. Wazoo, Oregon State, and the Arizona's uh, Bay Area schools, which no one gives a shit about, are uh, completely lost to SoCal recruiting outside of a random uh, uh, squad or a random player here and there that specifically wants that Stanford ed- education, that UW education, wants the swag from Oregon. Other than that, it's like, why would I go to UW or Oregon if I could go play yeah. Uh, yeah. at Penn State, if I could go play at Ohio State? So they have monopolized the Los Angeles TV market, which is going to land a substantial, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars deal um, uh, for, for TV and um, monopolizing that market. So UW's way in to, to uh, this, this party is the fact that we have one of the biggest television okay. markets in, in America. Um, Seattle is the 12th biggest oh, wow. market in America and, and growing fast. 
um, uh, with a projection of by 2028 being inside of the top 10 and passing places like Philadelphia and Philadelphia okay. and Cleveland. As my as our uh, rent prices will uh, tell you, so, it is rising fast as fuck. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that is UW and Oregon's ply um, is for the first time ever. Those, those two schools are on the phone together, working together, trying to appeal to the Big Ten. So do you think there would be any – because I imagine kind of how you said this is a death note for the smaller schools. If Oregon and UW were to bounce, right, is that just the end for Wazoo and yep. Oregon State, or are they trying to be little brother and go with? Or what do you think happens there? They ain't getting – No, not I, don't think, get, the I don't big, think they're getting in for sure. The, the Big Ten wants a, a rounded-off number of West Coast schools, and everything I'm hearing from boosters and from my one person in admin is wow. four. So if they're going to get if they're going to get uh, schools in the West Coast, and they already have two, there's yeah. only room for two more, unless there is a rebuttal by the SEC. Okay. And then that could feasibly add a Stanford, a Utah, something like that. But with Wazoo and Oregon State specifically, this is a hard uh, – USC was the line, yeah. not UW and Oregon. They're already dead. They all, they already don't have an opportunity um, because uh, Wazoo just remade their stadium, $120 million renovation. That's going to be paid for by the taxpayers. There, there, there's there's no money anymore now that you uh the Pac-12 the best they can do if they don't completely disband and our schools leave to a bunch of different conferences which the intermediate schools like Cal and Stanford and Arizona State that some people want to see are talking yeah. to ACC and oh, stuff. Oh boy. Um, that 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 leaves the extremely small markets like um like Wazoo and Oregon State. Isn't Colorado, Colorado, Colorado State has move, a little yeah. bit of history. Yeah, Colorado has a touch of history, you know. They've yeah. got a natty. Like Utah probably Heisman survived there, this, so right? they could feasibly... middle country school or conference. Yes, conference. their fan base is big Mountain enough. West. With Utah and BYU, if those two yeah. wanted to work together on something there in Utah, um, but Oregon State and Wazoo are probably going to become the big dogs wow. in the Mountain West. So, do you think there's a, a bigger yeah. play like nationally here? Like at this point, like the Big Ten is going to is obviously looking to absorb people because at this point like if, yep. if this causes which it sounds like it very much will and it probably should because it's going to cause the pack 10 now to scramble and UW and Oregon gone let's say yep. they're gone obviously it's, the rest of that conference has to either dissolve or it's going to be the whack or whatever but like obviously these other power five, it's not going to be the power five anymore so like do you think there's a bigger play here with like maybe the SEC and Big Ten are just going to try to make two big conferences that play each other or like the you know the college football playoffs aren't uh, NCAA regulated anymore, so you think they're going to try to like get themselves away from the NCAA altogether potentially long term? Yes, it sounds like the moment that Texas and Oklahoma signed on for the SEC, the dominoes were already moving. Everyone was surprised about this USC thing yesterday, except for upper campus at every mm, single Pac-12 okay. school. Everyone knew that SC, they didn't know it was going to pop yesterday like it did, but SC made it very clear that it was like, oh, yep, Texas and Oklahoma, this is what we're doing. We're still still a blue blood, even though we're not performing. And like they got Lincoln Riley, so they're going to be performing like it's so, sooner than later. And Chip Kelly's at UCLA, Oh, right? my gosh. They got the uh, 
<laughs> they taking some yep. big ass wow. names. Jordan Brand Ooh. too. Facts. Yep. They got a uh uh Caleb Ooh. Caleb Williams, the the backup extremely oh, yeah, yeah, talented yeah. uh quarterback yeah. from Oklahoma. He's gonna be the starter now. <laughs> They just got the Bolitnikoff yep. winner from oh, Pitt. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, you yeah. went to Texas? Yes. You see exactly. the ladies, right? Or you see? Yo, man. Uh, USC. Yeah. U- USC. USC is not playing this year. Like, like Dark Horse for wow. playoffs yeah. not playing this year. Yeah, I feel like you give Chip a yeah. That picked up picked up two or three extremely good defensive recruits from like Northwestern, uh, 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 stole U Dub's best wide receiver in Terrell hey. Bynum, uh, and, and and two or three other really really good Pac-12 players because once NIL hit and uh, now there is um transferring with no consequence, um man it's just it's it's open market. <laughs> U Dub did the same thing. We stole Pitt's best linebacker. He was the uh. The shit. What conference uh, is that? Pitt is the um, not the Big East ACC. Mm. Yeah, yeah, ACC. I think stole stole the uh, the the runner up player of the year from Pitt, Cameron Bright. He's going to be our starting middle linebacker this year. So it's all about who's got more money and what booster can yeah. offer what kid what. Which low key, you know, as somebody who loves traditional college football, but I love this for these kids. Give that kid a Hell bag yeah. of seventy grand. If not more. Yep. And bring your ass to the ball out. Um, so I know Blake had a couple yeah. questions, but I wanted to ask, like, what? Obviously, the focus is college football because college football is king. But like, when you're you leave a conference as a, uh, for a sport, I don't think it's like you. The basketball team stays in the Pac-12. Like the basketball team, the soccer team, the baseball teams are coming with you, right? What do you think this means for like USC yep. soccer that's now going to be playing like Maryland? Man, they don't make no money. Like the football is what makes them their money. So like. What, what does it mean for those programs? Um, it's bad. It, it's 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 really bad, specifically because yeah. of logistics. When you're trying to pick up freight for collegiate athletics and go, oh, okay, UW softball, who is one of our four money makers, but when they make money, they I'm talking about a top ten softball program. Yeah. Period. That that has a an incredible following because our head coach is the coach Shashevsky of college softball. Heather Tarr coaches okay. Team America. You know, um, so I'm sorry, no, you're good. I'm ADHDing a bit. That is a, lo- a long winded way of saying the logistics that go into eighty percent of college athletics, which are not money makers. In 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 80% of college athletics, the money is made by the college football program, and there's a small, finite 25 to 30 basketball programs that actually do not operate in a deficit. When you realign to a point where you can't have your girl soccer team or your boys soccer team or your cross-country team take a bus here and there, and you're talking about instead of a 13-hour drive down to Southern California, we're talking about uh, two buses taking 41 hours to get from SoCal to Chicago to play Northwestern. Yeah. Like it is, it is, it is a logistic nightmare, and you will probably see a bunch of Pac-12 schools or former Pac-12 schools, Oregon, UW, uh, USC, and UCLA, cut half of their wow. programs. That's it. Literally cut them out. 
and or make them like club. Like, yeah, U Dub's like big and rowing too. Like that's I mean mm-hmm. that you talk about logistics, like moving boats, like <laughs> come on, <but>. yeah. <laughs> and and I even think about like I think the the one thing uh, that well I'm just thinking of like college football players, it's like we college football and basketball, we know okay, the players get leeway on like during the season, we ain't really worried about your grades. You can do this. We'll make concessions for you. And I know, and I've heard that if you're on the rowing team, your fucking professor doesn't care that you're on the rowing team. It's like, okay, yeah, you were in Oregon <laughs> this week, like, but you need to get your final done. And if now the dude on the rowing team is like, yeah, we had to go row against uh, fucking Sear- or, or Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're in, I, I was in New York over the weekend rowing. And they're going to be like, okay, but did you do the thesis paper that you needed to do? <laughs> like, like, that's going to fucking, I feel like, College football is so much easier because the money's there. So we're just like, yeah, this okay. It's inconvenient that they have to do this. the, the whole like campus is in tune program. with the college football schedule versus yeah, like the rolling exactly. schedule. Nobody gives a fuck. Like people <laughs> might not know. Uh, unfortunately, Blake. For for the University of Washington, very specifically, I think you may have the really? one instance yeah. in where uh, UW has a billionaire booster specifically that gives to okay. UW rowing because UW rowing uh, on their own accord is yep. like Olympic level, and they go and they go and row against Oxford sure. yeah. two times well, a year. And, so they the might be okay then. They the might be okay. This might not affect like, them too much. Yeah. I don't care that you was in Seattle, dog. Facts. But but that billionaire booster might start putting all that focus towards the uh, yeah. Yeah. football program. So who knows what's going to happen to to some of those storied programs? Uh, Arizona softball yep. team, maybe the softball team of all softball teams. They'll probably go away. Oregon State men's yep. baseball yep. team, yes. top five program of all time. Who knows what's going to happen? It, it sounds like because I'm trying to like to your point of like the smaller cities, Corvallis can't be making money. Even their football team probably isn't making money. They're probably living off of like USC makes so much money that our trickle down is enough to keep it going. How does Corvallis keep having sports yep. unless they go like D two? They're in the middle of a renovation too. E- even that, team, it, it, as crazy as crazy as it might sound, I think uh, uh, Oregon State football um, operates at a one or two million dollar um, in sure, in the now. black. That's tight. But yeah, yeah, but. Exactly, one to two million dollars while they are sharing revenue from a TV deal yeah. of the Pac-12. If and when the Pac-12 adds San Jose State and Fresno State, or it goes away and all of those big-time programs are like, we're not fucking going to the Mountain West. We're gonna go join the Big 12, who already is a glorified yeah. Mountain West. After after yeah. losing Texas, what do they got? Oklahoma State and nobody. Baylor, Baylor yeah. maybe. Who's too busy abusing yeah, women? Baylor won't get any of the love to go, go join another conference because they just Jeez. fuck up so regularly. Nobody wants to touch them. Yeah, no, yeah. skin too, too many Every recruiting year. violations. It's one thing when it's built in at like Miami, who's got the clout yeah. to do so. Mm-hmm. Baylor, you ain't Miami. You be messing up as much Ooh, as Miami, but crazy. you don't got the name behind it. It's wild. It's really wild. That being said, um, uh, just some like inside info on this process. USC and UCLA are officially, as of 2024, going to be in the Big Ten. Um, the night that, ha- or the day that happened, that same night, Oregon and UW were on the phone together, formally submitting their applications to the Big Ten. The Big Ten is waiting to give UW and Oregon an answer pending Notre Dame. Oh my because God. Because Notre Dame has. <laughs> yeah. 
because Notre Dame has the single biggest um, uh, TV deal I think in I America. That, so of I feel like I've heard this. Like They're the only ones on NBC. That would be insane if they got yep. Notre Dame to actually sign to a conference. Yep. So it's sounding like what it could feasibly be. Um, what the talking heads are saying and what my source said is that uh, uh, the Big Ten could round out with USC, UCLA, UW, Oregon, Notre Dame and call that uh, a Western Conference. I believe adding in uh, uh, schools like, um, like who would Iowa, we have in the West like of the Big Ten. Spots like that that are further. Is Minnesota still in the Big Ten? Yes. Yeah, schools like that probably. Yes. Nebraska, Iowa State, Minnesota, Nebraska. Yep, Minnesota, which is which is good because there there's some built-in shit there, you know, like UW Michigan. As much as this sounds like it's me with purple shaded glasses on, is a rivalry. You know, they've played like six rows. He told me it was a rivalry. We went to that uh, game together. They, uh, Michigan man. looked like they was rivals. <laughs> you talked talk about shit that like went away, like with the the Pac-12 dissolving too, like the Rose Bowl. I mean, it already kind of died when they did the start of the playoff, but like. Now it's really it's really gone. Yep. Like, <laughs> Nebraska plays there yeah. four times a decade. Like it's not a trip anymore. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but but okay. From a tradition standpoint, the Rose Bowl is gone. But I think that there's ways to now revamp yeah. it because half of who you just poached from the Pac-12 is a part of the traditional mm. rivalry. So it would just be the Big Ten and the new Big Ten, the Big Pack, the Big Twenty, the Big whatever the fuck it would be called. Uh, against whoever they invite now, make it the SEC, and then the Rose Bowl, uh, the winner of the Rose or of the Big, and the winner of the SEC outside of the national championship is the yep. biggest game of the year. This could be complete. So there's ways for them to. This play could be completely sports, off base. The Pac-12 probably going to be assholes about it and not want anyone to. Even I almost lose feel Rose like uh, this ends like this could be decades from now. So it not no next year shit or whatever. I feel like this ends with like. The SEC sure. absorbing all the good Eastern, like uh, they get F or East, Southern, Southeastern. They get Florida State. They get Clemson. All those good schools that already aren't in the in the SEC. The Big Ten, twelve, yeah, the Big Twelve team goes and gets every good Western, Midwestern team. And then it's like we're making our own league. It's East versus West, and we like figure. And the college playoff it expands, and it's East versus West. Everybody else is like a Division two NCAA school and doesn't have anything to do like. Yep. We might not see you play Washington from the Midwest to the West like Coast maybe. at some point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you does that maintain with this yeah. new college football? Because the Apple Cup still well, happens. I think no. it's because, the it's because we we have like Alabama plays like Nickel State every year because they're right down the street. That's, that's okay. different though. Like those those right. are games that you get to like boost your record, right? The start of the year every single right. year. It's yeah. like it's a warm up game. Wait, but hold up. What what about Clemson, South Carolina? Okay. I think, yeah, no, I think they'll still have it because in this theory that I'm conference. having, it essentially becomes those two powerhouses are their own thing who then go like, oh, we'll play the little D2, like Washington State School every year because we're recruiting on a different level. Our competition is on a different level. D1 double yeah, every because Because then every East versus West game, every game is great. Every game is UW versus Ohio State, Ohio State versus Cal. You know, like every game ends up being good if you like make it that way i guess every game's hard man. i don't know if that's good for yeah. people, but if easter got that phone call like hey man we need y'all to come to the pac-12 bro we just lost you up in oregon it's time, it's time. <laughs> well we did have cooper cup at one time, no, so I think yeah. 
Can wow. Central go D one double A? Can again, my school yeah, come up? So, no. I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably, probably. Oh no, not that face. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're better than Oregon no. State. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like the the big Pac twelve matchups are like yeah. this week. We've got the game, uh, the conference championship of Portland State versus Eastern Washington. Like, holy <laughs> shit! Wow, it's crazy. It, it, the, the recruiting man. thing is one I'm going to be really interested in because, like, obviously, schools like Ohio State they can go get whoever they want wherever because anybody it doesn't matter. Don't Ohio matter. State, like when now Nebraska comes in, like, hey. You were you gonna come to Nebraska because we'll still be in LA twice a year. Like your family can still come see you, you can still go to the crib. Yeah, but come play for us. Like, does Nebraska now get a better shot? Does like Penn State get a better shot getting LA kids? Because the LA market for the most part has been USC and then anybody who's big enough to to not matter where you play. Alabama can get LA kids, uh, Ohio State can get LA kids, Clemson can get LA kids. But basically anybody else, UW obviously because you're right there, but anybody else, you ain't really making no no traction unless it's like the tiers below that aren't the, the big name guys. So that'll be really interesting to see how it shakes up. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's astronomical when it comes to recruiting because outside of like, no matter what anybody wants to say about any other specific state outside of uh, Florida and Texas, Southern California is the hotbed of recruiting 100%. in America. If, as far yeah. as the number of star or, uh, Four and five star blue. You, you can honestly make a case that when you talk it's, about it's all sports, close. Southern California might be the best because they produce basketball, hockey. Not hockey. I don't know why I said hockey. Soccer, they probably do. They probably do hockey players. They probably, they probably do got hockey players. Volleyball. Like if you want a good athlete in something, yep. go look in LA or San Yeah, Diego. it's just sheer population yep. numbers, man. You, you're gonna find something. It, they got everything. Yep. It's it's been a, a a bullshit argument that others don't like to hear because they don't give a fuck about those sports but when it comes to um sports in general ucla and usc really are the two greatest mm-hmm. schools of all time Damn. the reason why the pac-12 has been able to call themselves the conference UCLA got 100 champions championships. is because not not U- ucla and usc of the pac-12's 528 championships have God. 320 of them by the time yeah, wow. yeah. They have more than half of the championships in the UCLA conference on, of championships. On NCAA now football games, UCLA was a school I loved to play with. And they would always say, like, oh, the, the school with 100 championships because they just win at everything. And it makes yeah. sense. Like, honestly, yeah. I, the weather is such a good component. Like, we can play every sport all year, regardless. Yep. So you just get great. Yep. Super yep. strong baseball program, too. Their bad days are 68 and sunny with a bit of, of, of wind. Wow. Oh, yeah. it's, crazy to, it's crazy to see capitalism being wow. the, like, the the driver of everything at this point like i hate capitalism as a person who's had to kind of be oppressed by it but and i love football so it's like damn capitalism sucks but it's probably going to give me some great college it's probably going to revitalize college football in the next decade because all the good schools are going to go play with each other because that's where the money's at that's hella crazy you hate capitalism you lakers fan those two (laughs) things don't even add up at all (laughs) (laughs) I, i am a broke lakers fan if I was if I was rich, I'd probably fucking love capitalism and the Lakers. But guess what? I can only love one. All right. <laughs> I only got enough money to love one. It, am I seeing Blake's name? I, I told you I asked. Can I join? <laughs> I thought I thought you were I thought you literally no, said man. mine. I, I said right. can I join the can I join the team? Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I got a question. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so big fan of uh, EA's like NCAA 2014 football game, like just their college football series in general, right? Um, I've been paying close attention to what's going on with the next ones coming out next year. Um, one of the big problems they've been having is like the player likeness part, right? Because there's no college football players union, they sure. can't um, just do like negotiate with union do player likenesses they have to go to each player individually to do it um do you think like super conferences like we're seeing is that going to make it like easier for get these things done like is it possible like a players union could happen within like the super conferences themselves it's like it's like a mini nfl you know so it's like could it be easier yep. to get those big deals done sure or? when the super when the super conferences are official yeah. you know because both um is te- texas oklahoma to sec is that also uh, 2025 yeah, they were saying that the USC and UCLA are going to be gone before Texas. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, so I'm saying it's going to be a mm-hmm. slow roll, and with entities dying, like the NCAA is undoubtedly dying, uh, they they're going to be pussies mm-hmm. about it. Sorry, are we allowed to? Oh, did he just cut out? Yo, yep. I can't hear him. I can see his Wi-Fi is bad. That's crazy. Wait, yeah, that sound like. Am I, am oh yeah, there you go. I rub about yeah, that. This one. Fuck that. Are we good? This jumping. Yeah, I don't hear nothing but static. Mm-mm. Yo, how y'all sound? You sound fine. Yeah, what, what are you, why are you asking about you? Gracious just... Is it yeah, me? Yeah. Ooh, it's not like someone this on your microphone. I said, yeah, I'm going to get Yeah, man, he's Can he hear you? I don't think he can hear you. I don't think he can hear you either. He can hear the whole thing. Damn. Tried to do a bunch of shit. Did, did it fix no, it? No, you know, was what was that? If you, if, you ha- if you have headphones, put them on. The oh, no, no, attacking his Wi-Fi. He didn't fit too much. <laughs> I was say, he, he said once, and then literally as soon as he said the NCA is dead, it was like, actually, no, you're done. That man says, we had, a, we had our first sources on the podcast. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. When Grayson first started doing what I can't say that he does, I was like, okay, like, he got a nice little following. Okay, you're probably nice. We went and to I almost Michigan fucked up and said what is what what the fuck was going on too. And I was like, I, let I, me stop. I asked him ahead of time, could we mention it? He's like, you can say it, but don't harp on it. You can just say it and move on. When we went to that 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 fucking Michigan game, I was like, oh, this nigga for real. This is crazy. All right. Yeah, here. Lead back. Let's see how it sounds. Let's see if it sounds like you're dying. <laughs> What's good? Okay. You sound yeah. great. You sound great. I don't I don't yeah. know, man. I'm sorry. We we had a, a good run going. I'm not sure. Um you mean to rerun it back at you? You still got it in your head. Uh, uh, one more time with the question. Okay. Um, so with what's going on with super conferences, right? Like, is that going to make it easier for, um, NCAA for yeah, you? Like, you think it's probably like a player's union. Is that like a possible thing? Because right now that's what they're dealing with. Like trying to get player likenesses down. 
um because they have to negotiate with each individual player at the moment whereas like if they do like a madden basically the nfl players union or like a 2k it's an nba players union right so it's like college that never existed yeah um do you think that might be something we see with super conferences with nil and all that or word is with nil and with the slow but uh inevitable death of the ncaa that mm-hmm. up, upon signing with a university that is going mm-hmm. to be a stipulation on said signing so not just i'm signing on to be a student athlete here for this duration and for this amount of scholarship money but also my name image likeness is going to be in association with whoever associates with my university so this okay. is now going to go to universities about name image likeness for the individual and the individual is going to essentially have to sign a contract with the school Okay. Yeah. So, so As they a, won't have to go yeah, to the each player of the kid. game. They'll I like have that. to go to, to each university, and the kids will have an understanding. Yeah. After this, you will get so and so much money for whatever video game you're in, which won't be a big amount of money, but at least they'll be compensated for their name. Yeah. And finally, instead of wide or running back number five, it'll be Reggie Bush. You know. Okay. Yeah. Which is dope. Exactly. It's, it's ideal. Like, that's the best part of this. If we're going to be a part of capitalism, I want the people who are doing the labor to win. Like, yep. if you putting in labor, you deserve to get paid on all fronts. Did you guys hear about the biggest uh, NIL deal ever signed three days ago? Miami? Yep, nah. exactly. Jaden Rashada. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what, nine million or something crazy. Yep. UW came in third for him, offering 120000 <laughs> God damn. Yeah. It's crazy. Getting $9 million to go to college is incredible. Yeah. To go to Miami. To go to Miami. I really hope there is some sort of stipulation where like, somebody got to talk to that boy and don't just give him $9 million check up front. That's nah, incredible. That. Get, take that money, black man, and see what happens. Somebody, <laughs> somebody put up a, uh, a uh, fucking uh, little, not a gif, a fucking... Um, one of the little images on Twitter with the kid's picture on it. And it said, uh, Jaden Rashada is going to be making more money this year than Saquon Barkley, than yep. so-and-so, than so-and-so, Fuck. than uh, than Alvin Kamara. It was like, dog, like that yep. shit. Last year they were doing that with like, uh, this receiver is making more than Justin Jefferson this year. Yeah. But like, it's funny because all of us growing up being huge college football fans, you think of guys like Marcus Lattimore, where it was like, Hey, this motherfucker is like the coldest person I ever seen. He was and so good. His was so leg good. snap in half, and it's like, oh, there goes his life, and he made no money for that. That's like, true. It would have been fucking sick if Marcus Lattimore got paid five million dollars, and then he, yeah. he, you know, he had a decent NFL career. But like Todd Gurley never got to see his first big paycheck. Yep. Yeah, he played for like five or six years. Marcus Lattimore. I don't did, think I he think. played that long, but I know, I know, I know. He's, he's a strength coach at SC right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say he was uh, okay. coaching in South Carolina. I'd have to, I'd have to look, and I don't care that much. But like, he didn't get the money that he should have gotten for being how good he was. And like oh, yeah, guys no, like Todd Gurley, ever. He, he, Todd, Todd Gurley going to Georgia was one of the best college running backs we ever seen. And before he got his first big NFL deal, his knees were no longer functioning. Yep. Like I'm, I'm trying to see also because of someone who grew up, and I know this resonates with Tyrell, and I think Shakur too. No, knowing you were a Jags fan as we were like, you know, middle school and high school kids, the guys like LaDainian Tomlinson and Taylor and uh, uh, shit, Priest Holmes growing up when when uh, running backs were bell cows and people actually gave a shit 
and now you can't yep. get a running back making over $10 million a year. That is not the case in college football. You still want a bell cow. So I'm down for some of these running yep. backs getting the money that they're not getting in the NFL. Hey, man. Coming up, That's a good point. Coming up is blue chips because, uh, you know, everybody needs a Miles Gaskin. Everybody needs a Reggie Bush. You need a back that's going to come in and be a four-year superstar for you in college because yep. running the ball in college is really how you win, that in defense. So, yep. I mean, yeah. God damn it, that kind of sounds crazy given the fact that Alabama's running three and four wide receiver sets now. Um, football is changing, but there's still no, like, substitute for a great running back in college. I think no, no. a fucking receiver. As a person who watched their team lose a whole lot of games because we couldn't run the fucking ball last year, I'll tell you, having a – a bell cow running back is helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's helpful for real. Yeah, so yeah, the, this is the Jonathan Taylors of college football are going to be making millions yeah. of dollars now. It's just so crazy to see like the dominoes oh, fall man. in real time, and they get again how much different it is from like the <laughs> the Saints' granddad's college football. Like it's so much different than like our college football experience tw- less than ten or ten years ago. Is so much different than what it is today, yeah. and it's, I'm I'm so interested. Oh, great, so I did want to ask you: Have you heard from any kids who are in the recruiting process currently in the Pac-12, or people who are in recruiting positions, saying that this is like affecting their like decisions, or like are they waiting to see how the rest of this shit shakes out? NIL or, or realignment? The realignment stuff. Uh yeah, for sure. Which is crazy because specifically. UW just had one of the craziest recruiting weekends they've ever had uh, with eight commits in four days, Um, Mm -hmm. and and three of which were blue-chip players coming from a Kalen DeBoer and going four and eight. Like That that was really ridiculous for us to be able to pull something off like that. That being said, one kid was local, Um, and and my connections straight to these players are either the blue-chip guys that I go out of my way to contact or the local kids, and definitely the Josiah Wagners, the Caleb Presleys um, are, are waiting, the Jaden Waynes. I'm not sure if you guys know who these people are, uh, but Josiah Wagner we, is actually uh, Umi's nephew. I think I've heard that one. And, and he is the Devontae coaches him with air, so he's, yep. he's been talking to us about him the past couple weeks. He's the 17th ranked cornerback in the whole country. And uh, he just eliminated UW, which is is rough because both his mom and Umi wanted him local. And and uh, in, in recruiting, a lot of the time, parents have a ton to do with the pull. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, individuals like him, who is a blue chip recruit, there's a cornerback at Rainier Beach named Caleb Presley. He is the sixth best corner in all of America. Uh, Washington's really coming up when it comes to football. And the number three defensive end in America goes to Lincoln. His name is Jaden Wayne. Uh, and he's the number 30 overall player in all of America. Uh, Lincoln's been having a bunch of Someone just went from Lincoln to IMG, didn't they? That's him, Jaden Wayne. He just that's him? Finished. Okay, that's him? Okay. Yep, his senior year, he'll be playing at IMG. And then the quarterback at, uh, at Lincoln, um, shit, Jabari Johnson, uh, is a four-star four-star quarterback, and he uh, he just committed to Mizzou last month over UW. Okay, okay. that's crazy. Yeah, so um, I, I'm sorry. I, I know that I was asked a question, but the ADHD is taking me because I think it's a good opportunity to talk on it. Um, the state of Washington is slowly creeping into the top twelve as far as talent in football. It's insanity. I'm- 
Yeah, I feel like it translates because it's been that for basketball for our entire lives. So yep. You take those same athletes, and a lot of those guys are having kids and all this other shit, and the money's there now. Like our state is making more money. The I five corridor, yeah. and specifically with Devonte Air and FSP Ford Sports Performance are two AAU football programs that take these kids to Alabama, to Florida, to South Carolina, to Miami, to Penn State, and all of these different camps and really let them show who they are. And these kids are coming out every single year. We've got a five-star and five to seven four-stars for the last five, six, seven years. Like The state of Washington puts out fucking dogs. Yeah. Which I feel like one player even that talent's probably always been there, but these resources weren't. Like Vontae was telling us about that when he was on here yeah. a couple weeks what, ago. What star ranking would someone like Jordan Russell have had ten years yeah, ago? Last week? Where it's like, oh, like exactly just Jordan would have been a first star. Yeah, Scott Crichton. It's like hey, yeah, Scott. You talked about the last week. I said the last yeah. week, like <laughs> Scott. Scott, Scott got to Oregon State, but like if the same like tools and things were in place when he was doing what he was doing, Scott became a three star off of a weekend in Corvallis. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was with FSB? Dude would have been a five star. I swear on my yeah. mom, he would have been a top yeah. player. Yeah, you, you probably probably right. yeah. It's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. The the Allen Browns who went unrecruited outside of three uh, schools. I don't think that Allen was an illustrious uh, uh, athlete, but he was damn good, and he was always Definitely in the right spot. And the him and the Jamal Birds and stuff with their build and their performance on the field. Those would have been at least three star guys getting Pac-12 offers. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that, that class that we had that had five people get recruited, and it was like a bunch of little schools. Exactly. Those guys got that off of going nowhere. Yep, Julian Jamal, Jamal got a Jamal got a scholarship off of going literally nowhere. <laughs> Eastern Oregon was like, "Please come play for us." He didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you telling me Tacoma Baptist is not an elite camp? <laughs> No. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing off of 56 and Tyler will get you to the moon, baby. Uh, camps are so trash. That's where all the real niggas is at. I want the two. And those, those camps are so fucking like so basic. All right, look, we're gonna do Oklahoma hey, drill. Yo. We're not. We wasn't really playing. We're gonna do that. I want the same camp in like in like Vancouver or God, it might have been in like Portland. I can't remember. I went to some camp out there. <laughs> I never told anybody this. Nigga, I was in the art of my ribs, bro. The one on one. It's bad. That's nuts. Dog, but this is like, this was going. So these like 17 year old niggas with hella tattoos, though. Like, they niggas got all them tattoos. Y'all paying for hella tattoos. This nigga was eating, bro. I'm telling you. Some of the best niggas I've seen in my life. That's where you start getting humble. You start like maybe I'm not cut out for the league. This, this nigga was fucking me up, but I don't know their name. I swear that AJ Green. Oh uh, no, Yo Jones was there. Dog, I'm telling you, you got you got That's cooked by a nigga that works at Bucky's Breaks right now. Dog, hey yo, man, man those Tallahassee those, though. So those legit. camps will be humbling, bro. Wait, wait when it's like, man. oh yeah, I'm a baller where I come from. Yeah, be... and, like, I'm a number one receiver, and then you nah, face a face a corner from This shit is crazy. Man, like remember Damn. that little sports magazine we used to take out of the uh, the library, and we would see like Rise was a Rise, the Rise magazine. Yep. Like oh man, Darren McFadden as a junior just rushed for thirty eight thousand yards, like bullshit like, like that. Damn, I had three hundred and eighty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. yeah, I'll, I'll say my humbling, my humbling camp experience. 
I was balling out one year at the Oregon State camp, and the coach was like, man, you were eight inches taller. We offer you a scholarship. I'm like, how can I figure that out this eight summer? Inches. Is it real to grow for my knees, nigga? What are you talking about? He, I think he said if you were like 6'3 or some shit like that. Like, nigga, I'm 5'10", and my dad is 5'7". I'm never seeing this field. Why? They, <laughs> my experience at Oregon State camp, they asked me to play uh, left tackle and then a defensive end. In the same camp, and I had never done either of those. And like, I don't understand what the fucking team was. <laughs> Blake, Blake, do you remember uh, Coach Mike Riley at Oregon State when we were? Mm, maybe not. I don't think so. He was he was the head coach that initially took over in that year that uh, Oregon State yeah. had a white. I know who white, he is. I don't remember seeing him. A, a white wide receiver that like uh like finished and I think maybe won the Bolitnikoff. Okay. No, you're thinking of the white dude from Oregon. No, you're thinking of the white dude from Oregon. Oh, I swear that it was o- Oregon. Mike, R- Mike Riley had the Rogers brothers. Um, yeah, I don't remember seeing the Rogers brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Rogers. yeah, they were the white dude from uh, Oregon wore like number 23 or some shit like that. Yeah. So, so we're at Oregon State football camp. Uh, uh, me and Tyrell's junior year going into senior year. And. Um, mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're doing drills and like every day it's like you camp in the beginning of the day and then you have like uh, scrimmages in the evening. Yep. End up going against the kids who are invited by Oregon State. Not the schools, but the oh, kids. No. It's Oregon the State renegade. Black. The Renegades Black and Oregon they, State Black. They be the niggas, bro. And they were so they good. And there, was this, there, there was Brandon Cooks playing corner and receiver. He was recruited as an athlete. And uh, Kipa Ofohea, who is being recruited as a strong nope, safety, <laughs> fucking on two successive uh, uh, routes, just seven them with Jake Nelson at quarterback, hit him with a post corner, got them both, caught the ball, solid grab on the Hawaiian kid, the second one. Mike Riley tells me, hey, man, you're too short but we could have you play special teams as a junior or senior. I'm huffing and puffing because I can't breathe. I found out I had sports-induced asthma in Corvallis, and it was just a pipe dream from there. But uh, that's that's my – Our, our, our offense, offense ran back oh, to me back – So that's when the linemen do one-on-one. Our offense came back like, yo, there's this kid named Brandon Cooks, and he's like a four-star, and Grayson just routed him. He's probably going to go D1. <laughs> really? It, it didn't happen. Oh my god! They, they wasn't even I, supposed to be a corner. They just wanted him at corner because he was so small and he was a great yeah, athlete. Clearly, the uh, the 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 top uh, first round draft pick that's been traded for five thousand first round draft picks. Brandon yeah, Cooks. Yeah, stick with where he go, though. I don't, I don't like hearing about college or high school football, but I'll let you tell that story for the rest of your life. You fucked up a nigga that made it to the league. Facts. There you go. And he was nice in the league. You, I, somebody who I'm like, hey, maybe I can get still nice. Like, the fifth yeah, round no, in my fantasy draft this year. You cook him, so you, you go to the my book. Dog, uh, Kenny Lees, one of our baseball teammates who came out to the camp just because we were low on numbers, scored a touchdown to win a seven-on-seven seven game on Damn. Brandon Cooks, and he will never let anyone not know that. Shit was crazy. Nope. That was y'all going into y'all senior year? Yes. Yeah. Hey, remember the uh, year before a nigga tried to come to Oregon State campus? I was like, nah, you graduated, nigga, get out of here. <laughs> when, yes. when Tiari tried to get on the bus, they're like, you don't no, know. No, nigga. Oh, because well, I never mind. I was going to say. He tried to my, go. Going into like, my senior year, he came with us. 
But oh yeah, he he to, going yeah. into Jamal's senior year, he tried to go too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dog, yeah, you're, you're like, done. The There's no more. <laughs> that camp you're, was fun though. So I'm, you're I their it. age. That camp was fun. That camp was like, fun. bro, you're twenty. You're hey, they were fucking shit up though. <laughs> Wild uh, That nigga was trying to go up there and be God. That's hilarious. Now I'll never forget that because that nigga looks so hurt. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah. Sucks to suck. I didn't know that. That's fucked up. Dog, we laughed so hard at that. There's some more examples, dog. Nigga, we laughed for like who, the first hour of that bus ride at that. People, people who, if uh, these recruiting tools were around back then, Tiari Bell and uh and Nick Edwards both would have gone D one for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well they probably should have still. I just I heard they just uh just dumb as hell. Well I know T- like grades and stuff. Tiari didn't have good grades, but Nick Edwards was like an honor roll student. Are you sure? I'm positive. Yeah, yeah he was, dude was very he was supposed to go to UW, but uh Cavario Middleton took his his scholarship. I remember him mentioning that before they played basketball. Wow. He, he said before the game, I'm about to fuck him up. He took my scholarship <laughs> before Lake played boss in a basketball game. That's wild. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Well, uh, Grayson, we really appreciate you for joining. Great contributor. Uh, can't wait Make to have sure you on once, uh, once UW decides to go to the fucking uh, Canadian Football League or some shit. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, man. In 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 uh in beginning and in conclusion, the Pac-12 is literally dead. There's there's nowhere it can go from here, and uh, uh, UW and Oregon are not going to be the linchpins. So even if the application is turned down by the Big Ten, UW and uh, still and, out of there. and Oregon will do some wild shit and like apply to the ACC. Yeah, they are. They That's are. Crazy. They are not. Do staying. you have any? Do you have any socials you want to plug before people can find you at before you get out of here? Yeah, plug your shit. Um, oh, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, I said pause. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Most, I'll, ETCG. I'll say most people don't watch our videos. <laughs> In, Instagram, also ETCG. And uh, I don't know, follow Critically Unfocused because uh, it's it's a great pod. So for anybody listening. How at, how at you, boy? I'll see you tomorrow. Certified. Peace. Peace. Later. Thank Good you. Look. Peace. Appreciate it. You good, man. It's always wow. Fun. I hey, feel I'm... official right now. This is crazy. <laughs> Hopefully, we get the Larry boom and we get like an extra 150 viewers. Uh, uh, you know, I could say why I think we might not. But I could. Also, be... let's see. I'll try to talk to some people into some things. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to our timeline. We can skip some of this stuff. You guys want to talk about the Draymond and Perch shit though? This this past or Draymond versus everybody? Well, yeah, they, man, they I'll talk of, about it a little bit, man. Man, look, so they squashed it, didn't they? Because um, I see them put out like a response podcast or something. Perk, like Perk that. went and sat down on some other podcast. I didn't see what he said on there, but we could talk about what happened though. At least in the in the meantime, uh, Draymond's been like waging this war against sort of like how how sports media has been recently with just like. Okay, you go ahead and explain what's happening, Jamal. No, I'm just saying it was trash. But no, like you were saying, like, yo, he's kind of, uh, he, he went on this podcast. This is the first one right after the, uh, they won the championship, right? He's talking about old media one. versus new no, media. No, it was the second one. Okay, but then I know he called first out. One, first uh, one, he, he alluded to it. Second one, he stamped it. Okay, yeah, that's when he called out, what, Skip Bayless, Nick Wright. He was talking about Perk. Was there any other names he was kind of talking about on there? 
He's talking about Stephen previous, A. Uh, oh, no, no, not Stephen A. Not Stephen A. Not Stephen A. Not Stephen A. No, yeah, Stephen yeah, A. He sat down with. How people just be up there. Uh, they don't analyze. They just want to talk about. Uh, Attack the player. Talk yeah, about the player. Takes and just shit like that. And there's like, there's no education in it. And like, you guys can go up there and say like, wow, the outrageous shouldn't be totally wrong. But then it's like, oh, that's it's nothing. Like, there's no, like, why, why do you feel this way? And they can't explain it. Just, just shit like that. And then so he called out some people, and then he had to uh, perk, perk uh, responded to him, calling him he went because he said, uh, "Wait, wait, what did he say to perk?" Oh yeah, what? Oh yeah, he said he went from enforcer to coon, but he did, which is like, if if you don't got like no actual proof or like you can't pull up no like no inst- instances of him like God damn it doing some ah. coonery right then and there, then that was kind of wrong, especially like try to like put that on another black man too. If you don't got like the facts like that, I get it. But he did. He did say his basketball skills weren't up to par. And said, you know, he wasn't very good, and so he felt this rap. But I never liked the like. I I I personally hate the like. And I think somebody. I was in um, the spaces that uh, Kendra Perkins and Richard Jefferson did after Draymond called Perk a coon and Coon responded, or not Coon responded. Perk responded by saying like, "Yo, you got me fucked up. Like, we can talk about whatever, but don't disrespect me." Um, and they were kind of talking about how, like, fuck, I don't remember where I was going. Yeah, it just, it, I, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense for him to call him that for no reason, because he don't be up there going And then Draymond also, explained. He knows him better than we do, so, you know, it might be some other reasons why he might have. Draymond also said, him. like, he says, Coon, how me and you used to say it to each other. Like, almost a replacement for nigga. Like, what up, Coon? Like, you're not saying, like, coon he in the sense of, like that, though. I'm tap dancing for white people, which is how yeah. he said it the first time around. Well, that's how he said it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, Draymond's got a point as far as, like, even listening to the KD stuff today, like, people are like, oh, this you can't have a big three if you don't have a leader. And, like, you know, KD's not the bus driver. And KD, like, he can't be the leader of a team because he, he don't got no integrity and, like, no back. It's like, dog, like, you doing a lot for, like, a basketball team. You you basically saying like this man <laughs> ain't a man because uh he, he breaking up a basketball team or like exactly like no. pe- people taking shit it, it just gets so far out of pocket. Or what I wanted to say was also the like people basing your skill off of what you're able to say. Like, oh <laughs> and me and you have had a great laugh about when Jalen Rose called uh Skip Bayless water pistol Pete Jr. Yeah. He's like you can't talk about me playing basketball. You average one point nine points a game, which was funny, but like Nigga, there's people who spend decades dedicating their life to like watching film, analyzing yeah. the game, watching basketball, and to say I that they can't talk to you because I, they didn't make that's the wrong. NBA. I we both know that's wrong. Like you feel like yeah. if you if you study and watch it stuff, like you can give analysis on it. I think he's just going to skip person because I think he knows like like when you like besides from like this the, the whole mid two thousand shit with like skip just attack just dick riding LeBron to fame whatever. Now, Mister Dumb, nigga, that's today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still here. Yeah. But before that, like Skip was known as like he was writing on the uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, yeah, during like their championship run when they was like America's team in the nineties and shit. So he knows like yo, he's not really a basketball guy. He just be saying shit. He just wants to just dick ride LeBron, whatever. So that's probably why he was talking like yo, you can't say anything about basketball because first off, like we know you're not a basketball guy. You're a football guy. Like that's all we know you for, and you're just super made your name off LeBron. And like you're trying yeah. to talk about my basketball skills, and then I found out how bad you were. 
Like, bro, it's, it's easy. Yeah, bro. Like, I get why he did this yeah. shit. But yeah, I feel like, like, like you don't got to be the best or something to talk about it because I'm sure like a bunch of them. You don't got to be good. Yeah, you don't even like, got to be good. Like, like just studying, like take it serious, and you're trying to like you know what's going on. You can you can speak about it. And honestly, if we keep it sometimes you don't want to hear that shit from a nigga. So, for that yeah. aspect in itself, like let's say Nick Wright was like the best fucking high school point guard in Kansas City where he grew up. The nigga yeah. is five like five eleven. Like part of being like I, I couldn't play in the NBA if I wanted to because I'm not six seven. Like, I, I can't talk about the NBA because I wasn't blessed to be one of the, like, <laughs> 150 tallest people on the planet. Like, yeah. shit like that's dumb. But I feel like there's a space for both. Because, oh, like, sure, I yeah. first, like, we definitely, me and you used to definitely, like, link up to sit down and, like, watch first take. When both of us were, like, fresh out of high school, didn't have jobs, like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, play the game. We'll watch first take, debate about the debates and shit like that. And I feel like there's still space for debates. And the debates do get to a place where it's like you're talking about everything but the game like oh was Steph Curry's uh, third quarter or game four a, a historic game well you know Steph actually sucks and I hate him it's like well yeah, that see, didn't have I, anything to do that shit's cool for but, a little but then it gets old man yeah so there, there's definitely I can see what Draymond meant by like the new yes. media where they're analyzing the game more that being said Draymond just spent his last like four podcasts that weren't or his last three podcasts from like the last game of the finals when they basically knew they were going to win to the one where he called Kendrick Perkins a coon talking about everything but basketball because it's fucking hard to sit there and like are you going to turn on the tv to sit down and like oh okay um what's what's uh the white dude Tim Tim Ledger who's doing like the X and O stuff yeah, he's only like on Sports Center for like 30 minutes because he nah, sits down and does the X's and O's. No, I'll tell you, his shift is from 2.40 a.m. to 2.53 a.m. <laughs> Dog, they, they put him on for the smallest amount of time because most people aren't sitting down to watch Sports Center to be like, oh, that's why he scored that bucket because the, the pin down on the other side yeah, let that, him run off. And, and he got even still three. just like them kind of like commenting like quick highlights and stuff back in the day, like Sports Center used to be like more about that. It's like yeah, now it's just, do I don't want to hear niggas just argue like it's like they're making this shit like fucking love and hip hop VH1 fucking sports. Yeah. It seems like there's a middle a middle ground we need to get back to where we can definitely still do the debate stuff. We can talk about the like personality shit, but it's like if you watch Undisputed, you're gonna see this, you'll you'll hear Skip and Shannon yell at each other while the same four clips of like the Cowboys game go while while Skip tells Shannon that Tom Brady isn't good. <laughs> like, what does this have to do with the Cowboys-Bucks game or with the Cowboys-Chargers game that happened last night? Y'all arguing about if Tom Brady actually is a GOAT or, like, well, Dak threw a pick no, at the end like, of the game, so you know he's yeah, actually it'd be, horrible. It'd be the same arguments over and over, bro. And then, like, so, yeah. yeah. But you know what you said? Like, where's the middle ground in that? I think the middle ground is like these smaller like internet shows, like YouTube shows, Spotify shows, like even small shows like that talk about it like that. Catch me and up, I, think, I think Draymond thinks he's in that pocket of like, I'm a small YouTube guy who's going to sit here and like break down film and only talk about the game and not gossip. But like <laughs> a lot of Draymond shit will be like a lot of basketball because he's obviously playing in the games and watching the games. But he yeah, also does the other stuff too. Boy. Yeah, he's yeah, just, like, just kind of talking about like Kind of like how Draymond's right, Perk was right. Both of them had some wrongs as well. Um, but how there can be some middle ground for media because things have shifted so far to like you're either debate 
only, which means you're probably talking very little about the game and how people will watch, oh, uh, the Cowboys played the, the Packers yesterday and the game was 37-31. And instead of talking about the intricacies of the game and how it got to that point, we're actually going to talk about, does this mean that Aaron Rodgers is a bot- is actually a top five quarterback of all time? Like the shit that just doesn't correlate and doesn't, it's what sells, obviously, because it's what's on TV. So they have to keep doing it because people aren't sitting down to like, watch, listen to like move the sticks, talk about football. So it's like, there's gotta be a middle ground somewhere where we're getting both. And it just doesn't seem like, it seems like Draymond hates the fact that like the debate should exist at all, where there's clearly a lane for it and wants everything to be like X's and O's, where clearly people aren't looking for that. Cause those aren't the people who are being on TV, put on TV. I'm gonna just hop in right here without any context on what y'all already have already said. I think the middle ground probably gonna make it exists. better. I think what's gonna exist is that what what we have today because it's it's based on what is working, what's getting responses, getting people to to share shit on Facebook, uh, retweet shit on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. get active in the comments on 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 YouTube. It's like that's what it's based on, right? So whatever gets that to keep moving because that's where ad dollars is. That's what we're gonna keep, right? Um, if you want the X's and O's, if you want more breakdowns, you have podcasts for that. You have other YouTube channels for that. Yep, but in no way are FS1 and ESPN beholden to giving us what is happening, explaining the intricacies of basketball to us. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yep. Like that's 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 I, not I that's either, not where we're at today. And I think that's perfectly okay. I just feel like people where Draymond's like old media versus new media, where I guess in the literal sense of it, it kind of is old versus new, but like the debate shit is new. Like if sports center wasn't always that they would just talk about the like highlights of the game and move on. Um, but it's just two different, like it's media, it's all media, but it's different across the board. It's, it's like, not super new though. Cause like, like first take been around since like 2014, 20 nah, before that. No, no, like twenty. It was cold pizza before that. I, Skip just eight? talked about this on his show because, like, Stephen yeah. A. had said something about him. So, like, he talked about like when he brought him on and everything yeah. like that. I think it might have been like 2012, 2010 or something. Um, I think it was twenty ten because I was about to say I was definitely still in high school when first take was the thing. Cold yeah, pizza so you're talking about like it's it's been like for the past twelve years and like the biggest personality we have in sports media who's probably Stephen A. If it's not, it's Skip Bayless. Like those are the two. Both of them are debate media. Like that, that's what yeah. they do. Like they don't do analysis. They, they don't at do this point, they, they just happen to be on the, the two biggest sports platforms. But yeah, to your point, like I I can watch and I don't even really watch the like debate stuff. It can be entertaining at times and I want to see what they'll say about specific things. But like most of my sports consumption, because I choose to, because I care more about the intricacies and the X's and O's, I go to like the athletic. I listen to their podcast about football and basketball. I like listen to everything, move the sticks, where it's like, they're talking more about less of, uh, is KD actually not a man <laughs> because he didn't do this thing? They're talking just about the basketball and stuff like that. Um, and those things are out there. So it's, I feel like it's just a waste of energy for Draymond to like keep harping on these. And it, it's also somewhat warranted because if someone's also going to work every day too, telling me that I'm like, yeah. you're not shit because you're, you didn't score 40 last night. I it don't matter. Like too. this, like yeah. What I'm saying though is like, um, because I see that these the same complaint. Like it happens on like the NBA subreddit like all the time. They complain about ESPN's coverage of the NBA, and I'm like, dog, like y'all do not have to watch them or care about this shit. Like you don't have to go try to watch the ESPN NBA halftime show and complain that it's mostly ads. Like 
who the fuck cares? You're watching basketball. Like they, they want like the NBA and TNT guys to do everything. And it's like, dude, like they're mostly ads too. It's like, it, it I don't know. Like it's just, it's just dumb. I, I can, it's just dumb. I can like, understand it because if it's you like want more shit, if you want deeper discussion about basketball, there's places to have that. You just yeah. can't com- like, don't talk about it as if like, this is the only place you can have that, that content. Yeah. Like it's not, it, there's, there's more places today than there's ever been. You don't have to listen to them for that. Like you can go anywhere you want to go. I feel like the success of things like the Manning cast and like, uh, they, you know, they do like the players night in the NBA where they have like players watch the game can be, there's value in that because like, they don't like the, they Look, these motherfuckers like that. They want Zach Lowe and, and Nate Duncan <laughs> to talk about the game. That's it. That's what they want. That's all these fucking nerds want. That's it. They don't. If Jamal Crawford's talking about the game, it's like, oh my god, he's not really good at commentating. They, this, it's, it's coded shit, bro. I'm telling you, just it is, it is definitely coded shit. And I guess that's what ESPN does. They're playing to a majority. Most people are gonna come here, turn the TV on. You might be at a bar where there's 47 people watching this game with the volume off. Like, we don't care about like the quality of it. But yeah, if you're sitting down. I, just, I feel like there should be another avenue if you're like, I'm going to sit down and watch this football game and I want to know more than just like what Chris Collinsworth is telling me. But like, you're also expecting there be to be teams of people having a, their well, own. There is. Like, there's, a, there's thousands of live streams for every single primetime football game on YouTube. You can just go find them, though. Oh, yeah, sure. That's a good point. That's a good point. I've I mean, never watched long as you're not, you're not going to get to watch the game on that person's yeah, stream, you gotta have but that person's watching the game on. as you're watching it and you can see, yeah. like, they, they'll give you whatever the fuck is going on. Like, And I'll say, I guess, as someone who works with the public, people want everything spoon fed to them as easily as possible, essentially, which obviously, you know, that based on reading these comments, I don't, I don't want to have to have my iPad up. I, and I'm not even saying me because there are times we, where I'll like, like have stuff up. Yeah. People want shit like, Oh, I want, yeah, I want the Zach Lowe podcast to be live recording while the magic while the magic play the Heat on Thursday night, and I want to yep. know every detail about every guy. That's Y'all not like perpetually sad. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just wish that I couldn't see you be sad. I wish that I wish yeah. you could go complain to us where I couldn't see it because <laughs> you're you're annoying as hell. But yeah, there's definitely two different lanes for sports media. I think where it is the like. The mass consumption. Uh, I have um, Stephen A is going to be on TV for three hours, so every hour is one thing, and it repeats the next hour unless there's breaking news. But there are right. motherfuckers who will sit there for three hours and watch that and be like, "Why didn't? Why the fuck didn't they talk about uh, the Magic's comeback against the Rockets last night? We came back from down twenty. Because nobody yeah. gives a fuck about that. You got to go no. listen to your your pod for that. You got to go listen to your YouTube guy for that." People want you're, getting, to like, you're getting Lakers, Cowboys, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, yeah, Mahomes. Yep. Maybe the Yankees clean. they do some hot shit. Maybe, yep. maybe the the Yankees are killing shit this year. I had a highlight. I had a topic about this. The Yankees are killing shit this year, and if you watch regular sports shit, you would have no clue. <laughs> I oh, was yeah. watching. Uh, I was digging into some some John Boy shit the other day after the. Um, he did a video on the the brawl that the the Angels and the Mariners had. So I just started going back and just watching his most recent videos. And he's he made a video about like uh, I don't even remember the two teams that were playing, but a comeback that a team had where like they they walked this guy and then they shifted here and then they did this. And it's like if I was just watching baseball or just seeing the highlights of the game, it's like 
oh, like they ended up losing, but here's how they came back from down so much. I wouldn't have like, if I'm just watching the highlights, I would never have known that. Watching like Yankee shit where it's like, oh, he walked this guy, he walked this guy, this guy hit a home run, this guy did this. You're not getting that from watching ESPN because ESPN is like, hey, they hit four home runs and they won the game. Like you have to really go and like seek out the shit. And honestly, having a phone, it's in your hand. You can find it if you want to. Um, but it's just funny to me how like baseball, the highlights were so like watching John Boy, I was like, damn, like there's so much shit in here that I wouldn't even have thought just watching Sports Center or just watching a recap the next day, even if they did go a little in, in depth, because there's so much like strategy shit you don't think about. Um, It'll be quick, Chris. So they'll give you all that. ESPN yeah. used to like when they um when I just didn't have so many live sports centers, but um yeah, MLB Quick Fish on MLB Network. They'll they'll give you all that for every single game. Yeah, which yeah, you. I don't. I don't think MLB Network included with the package I got. It might yeah, be YouTube TV. Um, you, you, it should yeah, be. It is. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, I don't, just turn it on I in the morning. You'll, 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 you you will not be disappointed. I'm, let me let me tell you. Turn it on in the morning before you look. Look, you will not be disappointed. You have said that a few times. I don't care enough about baseball to go look, but I won't. Yeah, I might you don't need to that. care about baseball. I promise you. You got eyes. You a man, ain't you? Man, sports is just such an interesting, such an interesting field because there's such like different niche pockets of every single sport, and I'm sure it's the same every part of the world. Where there's some soccer guy in 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 Scotland who's like, "Why the fuck aren't they talking about my local team that did this crazy thing yesterday?" They keep talking about Manchester. Da, da, da. I got it. Like, it's such a, like a polarizing. Um, form of media well, yeah, i mean even just talk about like if you want sports to be on an even playing field across the world right like there's a massive bidding war going on right now um for players in the premier league we're talking about like people trying to pull people from dortmund and um and there's one other player too is dortmund and one other club but that's not really on our american sports shit here no if you look at anything else like it's, it's everywhere um, the just, it is what it is, man. People are going to do what gets some responses. They're not trying to necessarily be equal in whatever the fuck else. Um, so I had this NFL either or thing. I'm, I think I'm going to push that to next week because it's definitely going to be some lengthy stuff. Um, and I, I absolutely want to talk about what Jamal put on here at the end because I have some takes about it. But Blake, did you want to talk about the luxury tax thing that Draymond proposed? Yeah, um, so Draymond was talking about that, like, the right now, the Warriors are probably the, the highlight franchise for this, but they're basically being punished for um, drafting well and running the organizational, right? And yeah. the way they're being punished for that is, like, the luxury tax. Um, it, it's becoming hard for them. Well, not hard, but, like, the, their owners are, are fine with resigning people and paying them, but, like, they're getting penalized for it, right, with the luxury tax. Like, right now, Kevon Looney is coming up. They got to pay him to bring him back. They're paying an exorbitant amount more than whatever his contract number is because of the luxury tax. Um, and they're only paying that because they scouted him right and drafted well, and he turned out to be a good player, and his contract is whatever amount that makes him go over the salary cap. Um, so he, his suggestion was that, like, if you drafted the player, then you should be um, not exempt, but the luxury tax should not be the same on the player. Now I thought that was a good idea because like this, it's, it's you're, you're helping make um, one franchise players um, and just kind of, and, and 
I, I think that helps out the small market teams too because they can't necessarily hit in free agency like that. Um, they kind of got to rely on the draft a bit more. They're the ones reluctant to play luxury tax. So if you make it so like if their draft picks are ones that they are extensive and on, then like maybe DeAndre Ayton isn't like about to be on another team right now. Like, you know, like, so. Yeah, I feel like there's also like, it makes the Supermax, which is like a thing that's available to every team, not hurt as much. Play, like teams that find players to the Supermax are basically in a spot where it's like, we really, really want to keep our guy. We know if he, we offer him anything less than the Supermax, he's going to leave. So we have to offer it to him, but like, we're going to be punished for it on the back end. Minnesota is going to end up being punished for like re-signing Cat when they want to go ahead and re-sign Ant because of course you're going to fucking re-sign Ant and you traded for Rudy Gobert. So you got three potential Supermax guys on your team yep. to try to like put together the best possible team you can. You're going to be punished for it. So yeah, I think it it should definitely have some stipulations because it's not a luxury to draft players. I feel like the luxury tax, when I think of it, luxury. Oh, if You're I go and hella get, for all them free agents. If I go, done. if I'm the Warriors You're and trained, I have yeah. all my drafted guys and yeah, I go and get you. Kevin Durant and want to pay him the supermax as well, that's a luxury. <laughs> we mm-hmm. gotta pay some extra taxes on that. It doesn't make sense for them to have to pay the luxury tax on Steph, Clay, and Draymond, who they drafted and kept there, kept happy, kept paid for a decade and some change. Yeah, I'm all for that. My my big argument was um, in in the NBA, right? Like, because there is basically zero penalty for just not being competitive, not trying to win. Um, you kind of people people are worried that like this rule would like incentivize losing, but it's like right now in the NBA, if if you feel like you don't have a chance to win the championship, teams tank as it is. I don't think it's gonna make it any worse, just because like. The only reason that tanking is possible is because there's no penalty for just fucking punting games or punting yeah. a season. Like you're still making money. The small market teams losing. get the revenue share from the luxury taxes. It is like, um, but the 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 contrast to that would be like the um, British Premier League, like where our soccer, where if you are in the bottom of the league, you get relegated. You get sent down to a yep. lower league. So you're making less money the next year. So teams don't just punt seasons like that. They don't have a draft like the NBA or NFL does. So it's not apples to apples here, but it's just um, I don't think this necessarily makes the, the the league less competitive because a draft pick you don't pay luxury tax on. Because even if I don't that's think- the case, like you still got to wait like five years and hope that draft pick plays to a max level in order for this rule to even benefit you in the first place. Like, yeah. I can't see how it would incentivize losing, like, in any way. I've also always been a fan of the relegation thing for every sport. Like, it would be super Mm -hmm. dope if every sport, like, had a lower league where relegation became a thing. But, yeah, like, if you you think about a team like Memphis, who, like, is going to max Josh, probably going to max Jaron Jackson Jr. at some point, like, teams that don't make a lot of money in smaller markets that have players that they were fortunate enough to be bad enough at the right time to draft well, who performed up to those standards and want to pay them, Memphis is going to end up in the luxury tax at some point because they paid Desmond Bain, John Morant, and Jaron Jackson Jr. And they're going to get penalized for, like, drafting good players. And they don't make that money. Like, they don't make enough money to be luxury tax teams, which then incentivizes them to be bad because they're like, well, I don't want to pay the tax. So, like, we're going to ship Jaron Jackson Jr. to fucking Milwaukee. He's going to go play with Giannis. And, like, you're going to create another super team and we're not going to pay the tax. So. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I don't. I don't. 
it's ridiculous to think that that would make teams less competitive. It make it your teams are less competitive when they have to pay the luxury tax. Billionaires are for fucking cheap for some reason, which makes no sense to me. No, I mean yeah. they're getting a free ride to, to a bunch of fucking money. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. Pen, penalize you for getting a free ride to a bunch of fucking money. How about that? My allergies. My allergies. Um, Jamal, <laughs> I don't know if you guys want. Do you guys want to talk about any of the other basketball stuff on here before we get to Jamal stuff? What else happened in basketball? Is there anything else? I know. I'm, I'm just I talking about so what else Do I have anything else on there related to basketball? Uh, you Detroit basketball. Oh, uh, just shout out to them yeah. and like how they've been handling their their rebuild okay. with their drafts, okay. their trades. Um, they got a good young core now with like a uh, K, Sadiq Bay, Jalen Dern, Isaiah yeah, Stewart. Um, That's a great young core. God the damn. fucking Australian dude. They have a point mm-hmm. guard too. Um, yeah, they they got a lot of good shit going on out there. And then yeah. the, I think I like the trade they made with my team, the Knicks, to pick up. Uh, I think they got Alec Burks and uh, Nerlens mm-hmm. Noel. Nerlens. Both of yep. them are very productive. I think they come out out there. Jaden oh, Ivey. You got so, resigned. What's his name today? Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson, yeah, four years, sixty million, yeah. That's a lot of fucking good players. Detroit about to sneak up on somebody. <laughs> yeah, they're Detroit, probably like two years away from like making some splash or something. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're a year away from getting the, the media slurp where it's like, oh, Detroit's gonna win fifty five games this year. Yeah, but Detroit, Detroit's about to be to sneak up on somebody. That's a lot of like top draft picks. That unlike the Kings, where the Kings have top draft picks, and we're like. Are any of them good? Them That's a lot of players who we think are going to be good, and like look good. K looks good. Yeah, that's great for him. Blake about to die. You yeah, long, mean? long day, my boy. A lot of imaging computers, fun stuff. Oh yeah, it's metallic. That damn screen all day, and then you come here and do it. Just you know the next, 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 next. Move this one off. Next, 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 next. Move this one off. Goddamn. All right, Blake. Or no, I'm sorry. All right, Shakur. You want to talk to us about uh, your, your zombie apocalypse theories? Oh, no. Nah, I, I don't know why I was thinking about this stuff today. But I was thinking, like, yo, so so the first time I had the question was, what's the worst place? Like, when it starts breaking out, people start turning into zombies. What do you think is the worst place to be? The grocery store. I was thinking like a live sporting event. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, a sporting event for sure. Yeah, like, that many people. Yeah, on the table in surgery, like incapacitated. Oh okay. shit, that might be the best place to be because you sleep. <laughs> you just gonna die and not know you died. <laughs> I want to live though. Like I want to. I want to live to get back to my family. So. I'd, I would rather die and not know that I died because of a zombie apocalypse. Than be, I was thinking the grocery store because, like, people just already don't know how to act. You're going to be scrambling. People going to be running in trying to get shit. People going to be turning into zombies in the grocery store and shit like that. A, a live sporting event is fucking awful also, though. Okay, you're already at the brain. booty club. <laughs> I'm at the paint, and I, uh, the zombie apocalypse broke out. She was Easy. giving me a lap dance and turned around with a zombie. Drunk off your ass, it's gonna take an a, a act of God for you to stand up. Zombie apocalypse kicks <laughs> off. You got ass all around you. <laughs> does, a, does a zombie apocalypse count as an act of God? Nah, probably not. No, no? okay, probably man made. <laughs> nah, no, yeah, I mean, it might, but it's probably not the one that you need. Fact. 
Dog, there's so many bad places. And I know what your next question is, so I, but I won't spoil it. But like being in a zombie apocalypse, the benefit of it is like being in the right place at the right time. That's really half of like the, the battle. Because yeah, if you're at like a Seahawks game and a zombie apocalypse breaks out, the fuck are you supposed to do? Because best case scenario, you make it out of the stadium where people are turning into zombies. Then you're sitting in what? Traffic? Fighting people who want to live a, leave a sports game and people who want to leave a zombie apocalypse? That's awful. Mm. That's awful. That's an awful place to be. It couldn't be worse. A concert, sporting event, whatever. That's awful. Couldn't be worse. No, I was my, saying, you said what book? No, um, sorry, nothing. Um, yeah, well, can we do the headshot highlights? Sure. Okay. So this week I was on Basketball Reference and I like I was just like doing my thing because they they switched it. You know, at the top where it has like just like um the most random it has random NBA players normally. They just switched it to random basketball players, so it's WNBA and NBA. And I didn't put Bonzi Wells on here, but I thought, um, well, he had an interest in because it's like he thought he looked, he looked like a woman a little bit. But because of that, I just went through like every single team and all looked at was like their top 12 players because it's really hard. They don't have just like looking at just straight um, headshots for this. Um, but I thought these ones were interesting. So let me look at this. Pretty good. Right. Yeah. And I did not put the notes next to these on the, why I picked the ones that I picked, but I can tell you as I see them. So here we go. We're going to start with Bob Kaufman. See what was going on with him. Um, three-time All-Star. Okay, this dude, was like, he was just, like, abnormally handsome. Um, pause. <laughs> Whatever. He looks, okay. like, he looks like Captain Morgan with Superman's head. It's like Pedro Pascal, man. Um, Mandalorian dude, a little bit. Look at that jaw, though. That jaw is like incredibly fucking strong. Like that thing is squaring the fuck up. Hey, look, listen. I'm saying pause 5,000 times before I say this, right? Oh, God. He's he's 6'8, 240, and his nickname was Horse. (laughs) Oh, you think (laughs) just. I'm just saying. You got to give credit where credit is due, even though I don't know where credit is due. He Diet at 69 oh, might be a free. Got to give credit where credit is oh, due. Oh, wow. Diet at 69. That is crazy. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Proof from the pudding. My, my man right. was throwing that hammer. What's going on here? Okay, oh, Randy Smith. Okay. I thought, yeah, no, this is just solid. I, I, I think it was the chain, yeah. Because they don't do this nowadays. People don't wear necklaces during games no more. Oh, um, no. So I'd give him some credit for that. Iron Man, it's a great nickname too. Um, yeah, Damn. Randy Smith. Do you have accolades? Oh, two-time All Star, All NBA, All Star MVP. He's a okay. hooper. Iron Man. He's he's like, he probably hooper. played all the games. He probably played all the yeah. games. Yeah, sixteen point seven points a game. It's like Bob McAdoo. Everyone knows that name. Bob McAdoo. Thought he was white when I heard the name first, though. Not gonna lie oh. to you. You look fed it's up, though. Legend. That's what I think I remember about this picture. Yeah, he looks fed name, the uh, fuck up. What's, what's his yeah. name, Dad? Who's Dad? The dude that went Something to UNC. Uh, yeah. He was on the Warriors like three, four years ago. John McAdoo? Oh, 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 the, yeah, the big light-skinned dude? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bob McAdoo is a Laker, I believe. I could be wrong. It doesn't look like it by the jersey. No, he's a Laker champ. Yeah, he won championship. Oh, he, got, yeah, he had a Laker yep. run. Yeah. Went overseas. 
All right, yeah, no, he looked. He just looked fed up in his picture. I think nah. was going on. Something that I know will never be brought back. I love the 1970s uh, side ver- for for black men specifically. Mm-hmm. Don't anybody else try to appropriate the sideburns into the mustache, not the beard, but the sideburn into the mustache was fucking okay. hard, and he got yeah. he got that. That's just tight. His that, chin is thought, clean right here, yeah, and he got all yeah. the other facial hair options. No, I always thought that was the coolest shit as a kid. George Mikan, everyone knows this name too. Uh, like a fucking nerd. That's, that's, <laughs> an fucking, that's an awful fucking headshot. My <laughs> God. Every time I see pictures of Mikan and then you hear about the Mikan drill and you watch people do it, I know he ain't had no pictures. I know he ain't I, had no pictures. I don't know if I ever saw him before this picture. Yeah. I, I've only seen him because I'm a Laker fan that has looked this shit up. He has zero bitches. I think he was like. All right. Yeah, he, for a while he's like the tallest NBA player at 6'10". Yeah, for real, Peace Basket era. What did he kick off? 48, Back. 49. Yeah. Short ass career, too. Dang. Hey, but he's part of the reason that the Lakers have uh, as many titles as the Celtics. So shout out to my guy. Yeah, Lakers. All right. Uh, Jack Twyman, I don't remember this one. There's some good names. Oh, oh no, okay. he just looked All like right. a goofball. That's what it was. Hey, you gotta turn. You just gotta turn the video on for like the last ten minutes of this podcast because these these pictures are are pictures. What the is first, that? The, so the first guy we looked at had all the chin in the world. This guy has none of the chin in the world. What is happening with him? Jawless. Hey, prison. Mm-hmm. He's in jail. I can tell he does things that are illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what. It, if it's sell drugs, if it's hit women, if it's doing other stuff, something jail. <laughs> All right, Grant Long. Oh yeah, no them goggles, bro. <laughs> Anybody with the goggles? Anybody with the goggles? <laughs> the take the charge, man. The human vitamin, GG Long. Anybody with the goggles, dog? Where do you? I don't know where you where they used to find those goggles. Because you even look at like old cyclists, they didn't wear those. You like, can't get them specifically for basketball. Them fucking ET ass glasses. Where did he get those? Yeah. I'm he not had to be in the locker room. Vitamin, bro. Fuck that. And I'm sorry because I was talking <laughs> as you said the nickname. The Take Charge Man, the Human Vitamin, and G G Long. Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. calling it Human Vitamin. Fuck out of no, here. no, Human Vitamin? No? All right. No, You're not getting your mineral supplements for another man? No. Do you no, think no. if you click on Kawhi Leonard's page, you see Boardman gets paid as his nickname? Because, like, Take the Charge Man? One I person really has ever called him "Take the Charge Man," and that that's made pretty crazy. Basketball reference. Oh, oh, right, this yeah. is an incredibly handsome individual. That's what it was. Yep, Lou Hudson. Okay, okay. understood. Sweet Lou, Super Lou, Hall oh, of Famer. NBA players died at night, sixty-nine. That's crazy. Freak boys, man, you got to get it. That shit in order. I'm telling you, I'm all I <laughs> pray for you. He got his sixty-nine in two hundred seventy-four days. He's like, y'all better kill I, me now. <laughs> I made a promise. Hey, Greensboro, I might be up there tomorrow. Actually. Hey, and Sweet Lou, you know he had the bitches. The, both of the people that died at 69 both have the look and the nickname of no, they had the bitches. He definitely was telling them, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I'm Sam Cook. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long, long Lou coming. <laughs> That's fact. He definitely told you Sam Cook. Hey, baby. Back then, you couldn't tell people you're in the NBA and like be no bitch from it. He definitely said he was Sam Cook. I'm so yeah. mad. No, I know Muhammad and Malcolm. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. 
<laughs> Craig Ballard. All right, no, uh, another chain in the game. That's what it was. I really want to see this come back. They should. That yeah. would be dope. Le- LeBron does yeah. it for media day, but he never plays with it on. Yeah, no, that's coward shit. You got to play that hey, shit. But look, he's working, he's working on my favorite, uh, my favorite connection from back then. He had the sideburns that you know at some point touched that mustache. Yep. No, they definitely they're pointed there. They're just like send me. Yep. <laughs> send me. <laughs> Gus Johnson. Is this the oh, Gus Johnson? Yeah, oh yeah, no. He look he looked mean as much. It's the cold teeth right and, here. And he died at 48. This is who yep. they were talking about when they were like, Oh, Draymond would get punched in the face. Where is he at? Gus oh no, Johnson he was out he was out in Baltimore too. What was he on? Yeah. 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 This nigga was Chris from The Wire. He definitely kept a knife on him. In the game. (laughs) In the game. That's crazy to think about dying at 48. That's not old at all. Hell no. Hall of Fame. He was the second pick of the second round. He got drafted 11th overall. (laughs) And and he's Gus Johnson Jr. What Gus Johnson Sr. looked like. And how was this nigga in the Hall of Fame? I got yeah. so many questions. This but meaner. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, he, he had some accolades. I saw four all time four NBA. Four NBA. Yeah, yeah, in 1961. He's yeah, getting man. it in. The Elvin Hayes getting it in. He's doing this thing. Also Wait, very why, serious. Why did you pick this picture? <laughs> um, I don't. I it's yeah no. <laughs> he looks high. His face is blending in with his lineup. Yeah, he a legend. No, got, no, he got Elvin Hayes is a legend. And he got he got a lot of accolades. He got a whole lot of accolades. It's a, it's that's, a, it's a lot of, that's a lot of. That's a lot of. All right. Uh, I remember this one. This is a uh, Paul Silas. Puka right? shells, oh, baby. Puka shells. He was outside. This is, this is the coolest <laughs> nigga in NBA history. Are you? He's high as a fucking kite in this picture. Got the perfectly picked out Indian silky afro with puka shells. Yeah, he was he's cooked in that. Captain place. Late, the snake, the late Mister Sai, or just Sai. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it, wait, hold on, click on his son's profile because it says Xavier Silas. It says he his son was in the NBA. I need to see what his son looked like. Boo! Oh, he might still be in. That's the Nuggets current jersey. He's 34 years old. Stop it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait. He had a six-year gap. What? <laughs> hey, recall the Kaepernick. Or something. What? <laughs> no, because no, they didn't put that in record. here. They, they know, yeah, they know that shit. They didn't put that in there. <laughs> he, he stopped playing basketball. And he turned 30 and was like, you know what I should do? I should start hooping again. Yeah, I like, maybe I can go back. That just shows how nice he is. Wow. Maybe. No, don't close it. Go back. Go back. Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, go back to him? No, no, no. I just thought I ignore me. All right. Yeah, what? no, look at the Lionel Richie bullshit <laughs> on him, boy. These were my favorite. Uh like I never was alive to see well, I wasn't cognizant to see these the warm ups. The, the basketball warm ups where they had the collar with that button all the way up. Cause niggas would wear those like out. I remember my dad like wearing those places where it was just like bulls, button up, fucking like polo <laughs> warm up fit. That's so hard with the silky pants. 
Oh, it looks right then. I don't know about wearing that shit out. I'm calling her biggest hell. The Brian Colangelo collar. That's a big ass collar. Niggas don't find a new slant. That shit was finding new slant. Hey. <laughs> Brian Colangelo <laughs> had the biggest collars of all time. <laughs> and, and we never would have known about it if it wasn't for his burner account. And that doesn't get uh, talked about enough, honestly. The, the son of like basketball royalty and the head of uh, NB, USA Basketball had burner accounts telling people to stop talking about his big ass collars on his t shirts. It's crazy. Oh my god. All right. I'm I'm about to, what else what's going on? I, there's nothing else, Blake. I told no the Hall of Fame entries. No one wants to, y'all got no Hall of Fame no. shit. We'll push, oh, we'll push it to next week. We'll, we'll, no, push it to next week because that's gonna be at least 25, 30 minutes and yeah, Blake no, is about definitely. to die. Are they shooting fireworks at by y'all already? Yes. Fireworks. Yeah, they are shooting fireworks up there, Blake. All right. <laughs> Uh, actually, on, on McKinley, they're doing both. I, oh, last, earlier, so Amara's down in Georgia right now, and the night before she left, they were shooting off fireworks, and uh, there was a break in the fireworks, and I heard some, fuck, 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 and I was like, that doesn't sound like fireworks. And I, I pulled up my Citizen app, and it said a, a nigga got shot in the chest <laughs> eight blocks away, and I was like, this is crazy. You messed like, it up, man. All right, but listen. So we we cut we we the the Pac-12 stuff went a little longer than normal, not normal, a little longer than expected. Had some technical difficulties. Uh, niggas had to deliver mail later than usual. But listen, next week we we already got so much shit planned for y'all. Y'all better tap back in. National Postal Worker Day too, man. Shout out, shout out all your postal workers. Shout out, buddy, and uh, whoever else might be a postal worker. I don't know. I want out nobody. Turn it up. Yeah. Not this nigga having a work late on his 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 fucking holiday. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. He just said it, but that is ass. All right, yeah. we'll see y'all next week. Share it, post it, like it, retweet it, do all of it, download it, tell your mama and her friends to download it. We got watch Peace. the boys. Bye. <laughs>